the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in, in what part of the country? <laughs> Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Station. You're listening to the ninth season of CHSL football on the Patriot. Our game of the week is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and the Student Connection. Listen each week as we bring you the most exciting matchup in the best league in the state. Now it's time to send it to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL football. Jeremy Otto and Kadarius Flowers. Welcome everyone to a sunny Gross Heel here today. Just about underway here in this fine matchup in week one. It's our second game this week. We had a really good one last night between Catholic Central and Chippewa Valley. Here today it's Gross Heel at home. As they face off of against Riverview, Gabriel Richard, who's trying to start this new era off the right way here today. So glad you could join us on a Friday for high school football. Most games going forward will be here on a Friday. That's kind of what we try to stick to Friday Night Lights. Obviously, doing two games a week one meant we had to switch it up a little bit. But, uh, you know, kind of staying on the subject of last night for a moment. Maybe a little bit of surprise how it all wrapped up. Surprising to see maybe Chippewa's Valley's offense not able to get rolling until late in that game, but maybe even more surprising that they got it rolling, they got it together, and came back from a 16-6 to deficit to win that one by a score of 20-16. to Chippewa Valley was great last night. They couldn't really get it going in the first half, like you said, and in the second half they came out. They played stout defense. They made sure they didn't give up anything extra. Consistently got their defense off the field and had a lot of opportunities, and so they really won that second half. And you look at you know Catholic Central. I know we said it on the air last night, but I think it's worth repeating. The speed of some of those players is marvelous. Um, they're not the biggest athletes. They're not maybe the, the buffiest guys out there, but they're really, really speedy, and that's going to be something to look out for against the rest of their big division that they play in. I agree, especially the running back last night. He went off uh, from the very start of the game, honestly, getting that big run, 
at the stiff arm and scoring that, that was amazing. Yeah, Hager and Lions really did a nice job together as a whole, and then their two-quarterback system seemed to work out when they needed to as well. That'll be interesting to kind of follow as the year goes on to see, you know, who gets more time, how they're able to kind of flow those guys in and out. But uh, keep an eye on Catholic Central. Obviously a tough loss last night. It's not something you want to do to start out the year losing in that fashion, but uh, they're going to be a team to watch, no doubt. I'm sure we'll cover them once again here soon on the road. As for this game here today, I guess kind of two teams that are looking to forget about what they did last year, and that's probably easy for Gabriel Richard Riverview, brand-new coaching staff the second time in two years. But I really like what this coaching staff has kind of put out there. Deontay Allen has roots at Orchard Lake St. Mary's, and he's got a lot of experienced guys under his belt on this staff. They could be a, an exciting team here in the intersectional division. Always having a new coach that's always very different, and that always will rub the team a very different way. And you really never know how until that coach starts to coach in those games because practice is one thing, drills are another thing. But once you're in that game and this person is telling you where you should put the ball and all of this other type of things, you definitely that comes into play. Well, you look at you know how this team was made up over the last few years. Tom Michelson is now at garden city did a really nice job really bringing this program to relevance he was there for a long time nearly 10 years and he brought him to several playoff appearances in that stretch a couple close misses as well but he liked to run the football there's no mistake of what he wanted to do he would throw it every so often but he was kind of running that old catholic central offense that we talked about yesterday three backs looking to run it down your throat until we can stop you if you can stop us the fortunes changed last year. They wanted to pass probably a little bit more of a mix this year. And I think the important thing that Deontay Allen has identified, hey, look, I'm going to do what my guys say I can do. So if I have a good passing quarterback, I'm going to pass. If I have more of a running team, I'm going to run. So probably more straight down the middle. They do have two quarterbacks that they're going to roll to as well here today. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But I think that's important, right? You, you don't want to force, you know, the the – in the system you run just because it's your system you, you got to play to your personnel a little bit it's always great to ask the players what they want because at the end of the day you can coach you can be the greatest coach in the world but if your players aren't playing right and your players aren't put in the best position to play then that'll always affect your team so it's always great to ask the players what do you think we should go with right here now obviously you are the play caller so that is what that is but it's always great to ask both these teams, just with a couple wins last year, grow sealed, you know, maybe an asterisk next to that, and, and certainly maybe for Gabriel Richard Riverview as well because they played a number of close games. But for this grow sealed team, they were injury-riddled for sure, and it's already a small roster. They they don't have a big pool of guys to work with because unless you've been here K through 8 and are outside of the area, that's school of choice, but the high school is not school of choice. So they're, they're not, you know, able to kind of farm from all the area around here in the downriver community. But at the same time, this is a roster that they thought would have more success last year. They were just injury-riddled. And when you only have 20 guys and you cut that down four or five, that, that makes a big difference out there. Definitely. And I think another big thing was they were young. They really didn't have many seniors last year. They had a lot of juniors and sophomores, even on varsity. So, like you said, with them already being a small school, these guys getting a year older, that's going to matter for sure. And then them getting more synergy this offseason. Still a bit young on the offensive and defensive line, but I think, you know, in the skill positions, the quarterback has some experience. The running backs have some experience. Those were guys who were injured last year, so they're, they're still really intrigued to see what they can do here as a full varsity player. But 
there's a lot to break down in terms of these two teams and, and what they have in personnel. We'll do that a little bit later. We'll have our keys to the game, take a look to, at some scores that have already completed here in the Catholic High School League, some other ones around the state that are happening here today as well. It's a full slate of games, as you'd expect, really Thursday through Saturday in week one and two of the regular season. The Labor Day holiday kind of impacts that in week two as well. Maybe preview what we have coming up in our game of the week. We have another dynamic matchup for you next week against kind of a west side and an east side power here in Metro Detroit. So that more when we get back on the Patriots. Stick with us. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Mike Gallagher wants us to prepare. We have a battle ahead of us. We have turmoil in America. We've got to be ready to fight. Not physically, but at the ballot box, with ideas, with logic, with wisdom, with clarity. I know this. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Dennis Prager doesn't fall for the tricks. My friends, the climate issue is an excuse to give government more and more power. It's based on gobbledygook that we could live on wind and solar. Live on wind and solar power? Where, where is that happening in the world? Where is that happening? They're not serious about climate change. They're serious about revolution. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer Josh Rennell, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times for all the football games this fall. And go Warriors! to the island of Gross Eel for more CHSL football action. Time to take a peek around the league and what has already commenced here in week one of this regular season from our Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard. Here are some scores for you. Ann Arbor Gabershard with a big win in their first game of the year against Detroit University Prep. That was a 55-14 to 14 final played earlier in the day at 5 o'clock. Another game played earlier down at the prep kickoff. Classic Dakota and Brother Rice. It was another good one. Dakota was up 14 or 13 nothing in that game before they were able to kind of open up a 21-7 to 7 lead over Brother Rice and, and take that one home as well. Montrose defeated Everest Collegiate. That's always a tough task for Everest. Montrose, a bigger school than they are, a couple divisions up, but... Uh, Nonetheless, something that Mike Pernicki wants to do with his team to compete with some of the best. By the time playoff time comes, that was a 27 to nothing final. 
Riverview uh, and Divine Child. Riverview ended up uh, defeating the Falcons. The Falcons had a late lead in that game. Just couldn't pull it out. 34-28 to 28 the final in that one. De La Salle against Renaissance was a 41-13 to 13 final for the Pilots. Liggett's with a 45-0 win over Detroit Media Arts as well. Tough week for Cranbrook in week one. Clarenceville taking down them 54-17, the final on that one. UD Judge with a big win over Oak Park the first time in history. They were able to defeat the Knights and Greg Carter 20-0, the final score on that one. Bishop Foley also defeating Pontiac 57-12. As for our games here today... Dearborn Advanced Tech will travel to Cabrini. That's a 7 o'clock kick. All these will be 7 o'clock kicks. A really intriguing matchup to see where Loyola is at here in week one. They open up at Detroit Mercy. That's their home field this year, the first time that football has been played at the University of Detroit Mercy for a long time. They open up against Country Day. Looking forward to watching that score as the night goes on. St. Clair Shore Southlake will travel to Lutheran High North out in Macomb. Sterling Heights Parkway Christian is at Cardinal Mooney here today. Waterford, our Lady of the Lakes at Petersburg Summerfield, one of the better teams, usually in the lower divisions as well. And Grass Lake will travel to Shrine to face head coach Oscar Olenicek, who has stole our color analyst from last year, Dylan Dixon. He's the defensive coordinator over at Shrine. So best of luck to Dylan Dixon going forward. We'll miss you this season as we take a look at a deeper dive into this game here today. Again, we're out at Grove Seal as they host Riverview Gabriel Richard in the first game of their season. We've already kind of talked about how last year shook out for both of these two teams. Want to take a deeper dive into some of the personnel as well, particularly for Riverview Gabriel Richard here first. They will be running a dual quarterback system, kind of like we saw yesterday from Catholic Central, Nick Sobush. And Nick Wisniewski, the two Knicks, will get the call here today, 12 and 16, respectively, in these white jerseys here today. They have different numbers for light and dark. They're wearing the light jerseys today. But uh, that can always create some misdirection when you got one guy coming in for the next. We'll see how they interchangeably use them. We talked to Deontay Allen about it. He wasn't tipping his hand too much into how much, you know, when, which guy would come in. It's, hey, he said it's a formation thing. It's a feel thing which is, at this point, kind of what you'd expect him to say, I think. I agree. Having two quarterbacks, honestly, could be a little tricky, though, because creating that synergy with the receivers and creating that synergy with the offensive line and also the running backs, because this quarterback may be a guy that likes to run around and this guy might like to drop back. So you're blocking two different ways. You're receiving the ball two different ways. It's just very different depending on the quarterback. Aramis Lackey, another guy to watch on the running back side of things. He's a senior Gabriel Shard Riverview has always had really good running backs to kind of set up their pass play. So we'll see what him, Joey Calhoun, and Chris Vickers will bring. Calhoun also one of those wide receivers to watch on the outside, along with Taylor Morehouse. He's a guy that came over from the baseball team at 6'3". He, along with uh, Joey Calhoun, really creates some matchup problems on the outside here for Gross Seal here today. As for the home Red Devils here today, they will... March had a quarterback that has some experience this year. Both of them do. Wisniewski also the starting quarterback for Gabriel Richard Riverview last year. But uh, they're marching out a guy who has some experience in Travis Simons as well. And they have some skilled players on the outside that are going to be interesting to watch as well. I think the big guy is Tyler Swick. He was a monster last year having 800 yards receiving, even running the ball a little bit. And he also is a DB on, on defense. 
So those are some players to watch here today. We'll have Kedarius' keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame show. But for now, we're going to send it to East Lansing for this week in high school sports. Welcome to the 2022-23 school year, and welcome back to this week in high school sports. We'll be with you every week from now until the end of March, getting you caught up on the biggest stories from across the state in the high school sports world. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. New for this school year is a totally redesigned MHSAA website. If you've been to MHSAA.com recently, you've noticed some exciting changes. Nearly 70% of our web traffic comes from mobile devices, and the new site is much more mobile-friendly. It will be way easier for you to check scores on your phone at halftime of the game you're attending. There is no longer a separate second-half site, but those stories will continue. Previous second-half content has migrated to MHSAA.com, and all future stories, recaps, previews, and more will be found on the new site. Web pages dedicated to specific sports and individual schools have been redeveloped to make finding schedules and tournament information easier. The site's navigation has been reorganized to make surfing smoother and more straightforward, and you are only a click or two away from finding an audio or video stream of the game. If you haven't been to the new MHSAA.com, check it out. The first week of action is in the books, and that brings us our first game balls of the year. Kasopoulos junior Malachi Ward started the boys' soccer season in fantastic form. He found the back of the net four times in a 4-2 season opening win over Buchanan. Three of Ward's four goals came in the game's first half. Fowlerville's Lucas Anderson. The number one singles tennis player won his first three matches of the year at the Livingston County Quad. The senior's dominating performance helped Fowlerville to a team title at the Quad as well. And to the Centerville volleyball team. The Bulldogs won the season opening Kerry Adams Memorial Tournament, finishing atop a 16-team field that included last year's Division IV state champs, Battle Creek St. Philip. Centerville took the championship match from St. Phil two sets to one. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash mistudentaid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. New this year in football is a change to intentional grounding. What's staying the same? A quarterback in the free block zone who throws a pass to an area with no receiver nearby will continue to be flagged for intentional grounding. That's a five-yard penalty and loss of down. So what's different? Now, a quarterback outside of the free blocking zone can legally throw the ball away as long as the pass lands past the original line of scrimmage. This used to be flagged for grounding, but is now legal. In fact, the rule doesn't just pertain to the quarterback. Any passer outside the free blocking zone can throw the ball away as long as it lands past the line of scrimmage. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Believe it or not, but we're just 13 weeks away from the 11-player football finals at Ford Field. A lot will happen on the gridiron between now and then. 
There are games on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, the season's opening weekend. Selection Sunday is October 23rd, with district play starting October 28th. The top 32 teams in each of the eight divisions will make the playoffs. On the eight-player side, the top 16 teams in each of the two divisions will make the postseason. Playoff participants are chosen by a strength of schedule point system, the same system that was in place last year. To find out which division a team is in and to see live weekly rankings of teams, just go to MHSAA.com and click on football. Valley Sports Detroit will once again be televising the finals from Ford Field on Friday and Saturday, November 25th and 26th. The first game each day will kick at 10 a.m. Valley Sports is also televising a game of the week each week and following that with an hour-long scores and recap show. Football Friday's overtime powered by state champs will be a great one-stop option for highlights and to stay on top of all the action each week, you won't want to miss it. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. At the Student Connection, we always have believed that every child learns differently. Our professional tutors discover how best to connect with each student and then develop a program to meet the student's individual needs. We offer one-on-one tutoring in all subjects, including high-level math and foreign language. We have one of the best test programs in the area. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. Call 248-326-6034 or visit thestudentconnect.com. That's thestudentconnect.com. More CHSL pregame show next. Hugh Hewitt can't trust the CDC. CDC is a completely collapsed agency. That is, uh, it's so tr- obviously true. They have no ability to message. Dr. Fauci thinks going on the Sunday shows and talking to the same 4 million people. And there are 4 million people who watch the Sunday show. Uh, he thinks those 4 million people are the only ones that matter. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the ninth season of CHSL football on The Patriot. Our game of the week is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union, Siena Heights University, and the Student Connection. Listen each week as we bring you the most exciting matchup in the best league in the state. Now it's time to send it to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Here are the voices of CHSL football. Jeremy Otto and Kadarius Flowers. Welcome back to Gross Hill High School, everyone. A little bit of a cloudy, uh, overcast sky now. Very bright and sunny over to the far side of the field where we're looking from our vantage point just above midfield here today. So glad you could tune in to our second game this week. Two teams that are really trying to turn around this year, but as long as both of these teams stay healthy, I'm confident they could be knocking on the door of the playoffs come just a couple weeks from now, which seems like it comes so quickly all the time but nonetheless this is a gross yield team that has certainly had success under the head coach John Bodner he's been here since 2006 and even before that 
This was his first coaching job at all. He was an assistant back in 2002 before taking over the program. Took a few years. Actually did not win a game the first couple years of his career here, but in 2009 he took him to a 5-4 and four season and skipped forward all the way to 2011, which really isn't that far from 0-9 and just 0-7 to a 10-3 and in a semifinal appearance in 2011. He has kept the school competitive. And for factors like we talked about earlier, we see so many schools, school of choice. Obviously private schools kind of have their pick of the gauntlet as well. But for a school that only has school of choice for K to 8th grade and then beyond that, if you're not on the island, if you're not living here in the Grosio territory, you can't go to school here. So that's a pretty impressive run by him. I agree because a lot of big schools, especially like Dakota, Chippewa, stuff like that, those they can get all athletes that they want. They could get people out there. So that definitely makes a big, big difference in both of these teams. Well, time for our keys to the game here today. What do you think? I think the biggest thing is no big plays. Both of these teams gave up 30-plus points a game last year. So you do not want to be giving up big runs, run. I mean, passes over 15 yards. I think that's the biggest thing. You have to keep everything under 10 yards and make sure everything can get smothered before it can get a really big game. A gross heel has entered the field there in the base red uniforms with the white numbers and the white, black, and red stripes on the right side of their pants. Gabriel Richard now entering on the far side in their base white uniforms with the maroon helmets and the maroon pants here today being led out there by Deontay Allen. Got to be a cool moment for him. First game as a head coach. He obviously has learned from some good head coaches in the past. You talk about Dort George Port and what he was able to learn from him last year being on his staff. So he's excited to be here today. We are as well. The kickoff coming up next on the Patriots. Stick with us. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is your financial guardian angel. You get better rates, access to free financial education, and personalized service. With nearly 30,000 surcharge-free ATMs, a first-rate mobile app, and several convenient locations, you manage your money when you want and how you want. Apply online at AllianceCatholic.com and improve your financial future today. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Hey, Warrior fans. Join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer, Josh Rennell, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times for all the football games this fall. And go Warriors! Charlie Kirk believes we've all been attacked. They raided not just Donald Trump's home. It's the same as raiding your home. I want you to think of the government going into your safe. If you have worn a MAGA hat, if you've donated to Donald Trump, if you have prayed for the president, if you fasted and prayed for the nation, that was a raid on your home yesterday. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. 
Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. This is the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. bit of a breeze blowing left to right across the field the cloud cover has come over they're kind of thick darker clouds there's no rain in the forecast right now but uh, we'll see if that remains the same it's a little bit darker behind us to our right so you know what the hour by hour forecast does it doesn't always rain true especially here in this state I feel like some, something can come and go very fast it's some pretty good weather yesterday until the waning minutes of that contest in the fourth quarter and it came down when it really didn't matter anymore in terms of holding on to the football. All you had to do was hold on to the knee at that point. If you were Chippewa Valley, they did that to cruise to a 20-16 to victory here today. Riverview Gabriel Richard will receive this kick. It will come right to left. Hunter Proctor, he does everything. That's kind of what you have to do as a smaller school for both of these two sides. He's a wide receiver. He's an outside linebacker. He's a kicker a place kicker, and a punter as well. So He also led the team in tackles last season. <laughs> Not too shabby, huh? Reverie Gabriel Richard getting ready to return this one, shaded towards the right side of the end zone. It's a bounding kick that just pops over the top. Making to make sure that they hold on to that one just over the 30 to the 32-yard line, and that is where Deontay Allen's team will take over for the first time. We're expecting to see the experienced quarterback and Nick Wisniewski, quarterback slash defensive lineman. He was the starting quarterback last year. The other guy who we'll see quite a bit is Mr. Sobush. He's just a young sophomore. So Gabriel Richard huddling together on the 20-yard line. This is one of your rare natural grass fields these days the numbers aren't exactly too outlined so we'll do our best in terms of trying to tell what the football is two running backs to the left and right hip of Wisniewski here looking to play action on the first play and that one is way down the field and incomplete intended for Nick Sobush from one quarterback to the other down the field we got a second and ten to begin things here he really burnt them on that route, so they he better be very careful next time they go to a play like that. He got burnt off the ball, and he, as a corner, you cannot let a running back or a receiver or anything get behind you. So Gabe Bouchard rushes to the line here, single wide receiver on the far side. Inside handoff to the far side, looking to go in the hands of Aramis Lackey, one of their more talented guys out there. 
He is stopped after about a gain of one. It'll be third and nine. That defensive front just got right there, said you're not going to go anywhere. Got him down for a very short game. Now it's third down. You know what they call that, money down. So let's see what this defense can do. Third and nine. The clock runs at 11.50 left to play here in quarter number one. We're still scoreless. Gabe Rouchard touches the football first. And they're going to switch their formation here. Two wide receivers aside, and they're going to be offside in the end. So Grosia will see this football potted up five yards. So from a third and about nine, this will be a third and just about four. Football up to the Gabriel Richard 40-yard line in the far hash. That was a very smart play. Got them to jump off sides. That was, that was a very smart play. It was a very bunch formation. They clapped, and they all spread out left and right. Now they send trips to the right, one to the far side. Wisniewski, belly button high, shotgun snap, fades it over the middle. It's picked off along the right side. Good read there by Ian Rush, and Rush is still on his feet, and now there's some pushing and shoving between bodies on the far side. A couple flags come down. They took exception to a late hit on the far side, and now they'll have to sort out, which will probably be offsetting penalties. They tell both teams to go to their benches. The officials... We'll discuss for a moment. That was good coverage by that linebacker. He just sat right there in coverage, waited to that quarterback threw the ball, picked it off. Honestly, he never even had to leave his zone. He had to stay in the same space. That was a probably the easiest pick he'll have all year. Two unsportsmanlike calls will even out, so the football is going to be placed here at the Gabriel Richard Riverview 42-yard line on the far side. Here on WDTK Detroit and Odyssey Station. Riverview Gabriel Richard. We'll be on defense for the first time here today. And we get to see a fine quarterback for Gross Hill, Travis Simons, for the first time. As that play is bottled up from the get-go. Exactly what you said. It was bottled up from the get-go. He had nowhere to run. Couldn't go right up the middle. And it was ideally a run that was supposed to go up the middle. They shut that down. Next down. Second down and nine. They're moving quickly here. Has the shotgun snap. Feeds it to his left on the screen. Caught by Tyler Swick. Looking to move past the 40-yard line up to the 37 here on the near side. He's going to gain about five more. Caught third and three. That was a good bubble screen right to your star player, Tyler Swick. Let him try to get a first down. Two wideouts right, one to the left. Simon's in the gun. He motions a man behind him. That's Pizzo, one of the running backs. He targets Pizzo on a short pass right side. Gabriel Richard looking to bottle him up on the far sideline. And they whack him down behind the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be fourth and eight. Great tackling there by the Pioneers. That was great by the DB. He just sat right there on that route, let him catch the ball, attack the ball as soon as he caught it. That was a wonderful play. Tony Sobush, the man to bring him down. They're going to go for it here from their own 42 in the far hash. Fourth and eight. Still with 9.51 left to play in a scoreless first quarter. Twins aside here for this Red Devils offense. The lefty is back to pass. Swings it left side. It's complete. His man is down. He actually dropped that football. 
There is a flag down in the middle of the field intended for Jonathan Allison, the six foot tall junior. So right now it's a turnover on downs if this stands, whether it's incomplete and or he caught the football, that really doesn't matter, but the flag does matter. The personal foul against Gabriel Richard, so that is all for naught, and the drive will continue with a first down going forward right to left here. That was a very bold thing to do on fourth down, though, especially with this wonderful of uh, ball placement on the field. So 0-0 zero, zero still. Each team has touched the football. Grosseal with a big interception to this point. Ian Rush read the pass perfectly off the hands of Wisniewski, now putting his team in a good position here inside the 30-yard line to the 26. First and goal from the – or first and – 10 from the far hash. Man in motion, they hand it off to him. He's still on his feet on the near sideline, charging towards the goal line. He's in the five, up to the two-yard line. Matthew Pizzo with a nice run on the left side. That was a great run right to the outside. They pulled a guard, got right in front of him, kept going to the outside right up the, right up the sideline. 9-10, remaining here in quarter number one. We're still scoreless. It's a first down and goal for the first time. Just a couple yards out. They marked it at the two, it looks like. Handoff up the middle. Trying to break through arm tackles there. He's close to the line of gain there. He doesn't get it, though. Tyler Frazik, the man to run it. It'll be second and goal from about the one and a half. As you see, they're going very quick snaps. They're going right, right from the line of scrimmage. Bang, hand that ball off and try to get a first down. Frazik still the lone running back behind his quarterback in the pistol here. He ran into a brick wall trying to turn around, and he still found his way in. Touchdown, Grosseal. They've got a 6-0 lead here in the first quarter. That was a quick, methodical, we're going to get down this field and we're going to go score. That was a very quick drive, and they did it all off one snap counts, basically. So that's something to really look out for when they come back from the field on defense. As we hear the coach yelling, let's go fast. Hunter Proctor into attempt the extra point. The long snap is in. The hold is down. The kick is fluttering up and good. Rosile with a pick and a touchdown. Eight minutes and 33 seconds left to go in the first quarter. 7 nothing them here on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL football on WDTK, the Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. just heard a scoring drive brought to you by Siena Heights University. It's time to discover what the Siena effect is all about. 7-0, Grosseal, 8.33 left to play 
in quarter number one. They had an interception and a couple runs churning to the left side, and Grosseal finds himself in the end zone here. Another short bounding kick. Buries to the far side, carried out there by Drew Everingham. And the talented wide receiver and defensive back will take that one out to the far sideline. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Go to AllianceCatholic.com, open a new account, and get $23. Yes, $23. Just tell them you're listening to the Catholic High School League football game of the week. It's that simple. You can apply online and handle everything by phone. They have 10 convenient branches near you. Find everything you need at AllianceCatholic.com. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. First down and 10 for the Pioneers at their own 35-yard line here. Couldn't dig it out of their territory before. Here's a strong run up the left side on first down for a gain of four. That was 23, Aramis Lackey, the power back. They like what he can bring. He's... The top option in the running game as of now. That offensive line made that purely possible for that running back, so he has the offensive line to definitely thank for that, creating him a hole and being able to push forward. Got to run the 40-yard line on the far hash as he moved left to right. Two running backs to his left and right. He looks to hand it off to the other side. That's Vigors. Vigors swirls to his right. He was met pretty quickly, though by a couple of Grosio players. Going low is Matthew Pizzo, and now we have a late flag that comes in as there is some more jawing happening. They point towards the Gabriel Richard side, though. So let's see what happens here. It'll be a gain of one if the play stands as is, but that's just not going to be the case unless they offset. That definitely could have been an open run, so they have to be careful on that. They overshot that. Running back, he was about to get up and get out of there. It was lucky that they had that, that defensive end sealed outside, and he had to cut it back up, though. Gabriel Shard had one of their offensive linemen's helmet ripped off on the play. I think it was Andrew Fust, the junior offensive lineman slash defensive lineman. They continue to talk about it. The officials down the middle of the field here. Still sorting out maybe the yardage as well. Personal foul against the Pioneers. And it looks like they might signal another. And no, they were just working out the downs, I think, there. That was the extra conversation. Now they're going to move this ball back 15 yards behind the original line of scrimmage now with the clock stopped at 7.39 Grosseal already up 7-0 thanks to a left side run by them after an interception to begin this game so that's going to be second and long the football spotted back to the 25 in between the hash marks here Twins aside for Deontay Allen. He sends a man in motion left to right. He's going to get the football on the sweep, looking to bounce and bounce and bounce as Chris Vigors, but a great job to avoid the potential stiff arm there. And it looks like there's a man down on the play. We can't see. I think it was the man that ran the football, Vigors. He's in front of the Grosseal bench. Even though... That run didn't go anywhere. Number 23, that receiver on the outside, he had a great block. And that was really about to spring that open. Just a good tackle by that defender. So the Pioneer training staff is over to check on their injured fella on the near sideline. 
7.27 left on the frozen clock. It's fourth down and about 15 when play continues. So you think that Deontay Allen and company will bring in the punting unit. Chris Dyack, the athletic director, is also running out. Basketball coach for Gabriel Richard as well. As they continue to check on the injured player, we will step aside. Again, 7-0, the Grossio lead, 7-27. Left to play in the first quarter in our game of the week on the Patriots. Stick with us. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. to the island of Gross Eel for more CHSL football action. Welcome back to Gross Eel, everyone. Chris Viggers was the man down in the play. It looked like maybe just a cramp, which is something that's common here in week one. We saw it a few times yesterday. He was able to walk off the field on his own power, and now... Riverview Richard will be forced to punt it away. Two empty drives for them. A lone man back for Gross Seal at the 30-yard line. Here's a high, sputtering punt. Takes a bounce right at midfield. Moves the opposite way if you're a Gabriel Richard fan. And a diving, downing play there by Taylor Morehouse, the big 6-3 body who slid a little extra on the natural surface here today. It's kind of that crowned-type design on the field. Want the rain to run off, but you just don't see many natural grass fields these days. We don't really go to many either in our games of the week. Lutheran North has one in the Catholic League. Shrine used to have one, but they installed a turf field last year. Here comes this Grossiel offense. They look pretty effective on their first drive. Simons has the shotgun snap, throws it over the middle. Had a man right there just a couple yards shy of the sticks. He dropped it. That was Hunter Proctor. He won't do that too often. There's a flag down five yards behind the line of scrimmage, though. Let's see what they come together for this one. We've already seen quite a few flags in the early going to this one. It's a hold against Grosseal. Our game yesterday was pretty cleanly played. Not a lot of flags that came down. We should notice right there that that was his, that was now the second drop by a receiver. So that is something very, very good to notice over the rest of this game. And that's without rain. Two receivers to the right. Richard shows blitz off the left side, and they're going to bottle up this running back here. Travis Simons was obliterated that time by a couple Richard players. Looks like uh, 21 out there who we do not have a name for, unfortunately. Unless that's uh, Joey Calhoun. He normally wears 17 in white, 21 in dark jersey. They're wearing the light jerseys here today. Regardless, it's a very large loss. Second in a mile. This one back 
to the 35-yard line. Trio of wide receivers to the right, one to the left side. The lefty drops back, fires one high in the air. Is it picked off? It is if he came down with the football, and he does. Getting out in front of it was Nick Sobush right in front of his sideline on the far side. They're celebrating, hopping up and down in their white and maroon jerseys here today. And Gabriel Richard has the football back on their own 40-yard line on the far side with 6.19 to go down 7-0. That was a very risky throw to throw. He threw that right into double coverage. I don't even understand why he threw that that deep. They had a corner over the top of him, and he had a corner trailing him. That was, that was a really bad throw. Jesus. Some rain starting to come into the area here. Dark clouds, which we've been seeing developing really since the start of this game. It hasn't played that much of a factor yet. Is There's a little pass over the top. It's caught there by Taylor Morehouse. Morehouse going to run the sideline. He's into Grosseo territory at the 40-yard line, up to the 35, and pounding himself down at the 29 on the far sideline. Well, one of the keys I said at the beginning of the game was what? No big plays. That right there was the biggest play uh, of the game so far. And if they keep giving up stuff like that, then this game will quickly get out of hand. That's one big thing that they should not allow, any big plays. No plays over 10, 15 yards because that's when the momentum starts to come. With Newski in the shotgun, Single wide receivers on each side. Extra man to block in front of him. He's got two running backs to his left and right side. He's going to hand it off to one of them. That's Lackey barreling over the middle. He's got a first down. Past the 20. Up to the 17-yard line. And Gabriel Richard moving the football down 7-0. Half of a quarter gone by. Again, he has to thank his offensive line for that. His offensive line gave him a hole to run through. And then after that, he did the extra work. So getting a couple more yards as a running back. Well, how it's not raining right now, I'm not sure. These clouds are about the lowest hanging clouds you'll see. Pretty ominous. Pillowy going down towards the bottom, but on the left side of the field, the middle of the field, the sun is shining, various rays poking through the clouds. It's kind of an interesting scene right now. Pitching this one forward, that's Joseph Sawicki who got the ball. Sawicki is going to... Bury himself for a couple yards to the right. It'll be second and nine. He gave him just one. That was a big tackle by Hunter Proctor. He stayed on that outside waiting for that running back to cut in. He had no room to cut in. He had the back door sealed off. Big tackle by him. 429 left to play in the first quarter. Still 7-0 in favor of the home squad right now. Gabriel Richard trying to change that. Tight formation for them. Quarterback Wisniewski under center. Three backs behind them in a triangle formation here. One moving left. Pitch to the backfield. It's Lackey. Lackey spinning. Still going after his hit on first contact there. He spun for a gain of three or four yards. That was a good job to kind of make something out of nothing. Frazik and company were there to stop him. That'll be third and a long five with 3.52 left to go in the ticking first. Even though that was a short run, he made his... He made his impact on that run. He gave him something to hit. It took more than one to take him down. So that was a that was a great run. Gabriel Richard will take their first time out of the game. We'll take it with them. Three minutes and 47 seconds to go in the first. 7-0 the lead. 
for the home Red Devils here today. Gabriel Richard trying to change that big third down when we get back on the Patriot. Charlie Kirk believes we've all been attacked. They raided not just Donald Trump's home. It's the same as raiding your home. I want you to think of the government going into your safe. If you have worn a MAGA hat, if you've donated to Donald Trump, if you have prayed for the president, if you fasted and prayed for the nation, that was a raid on your home yesterday. The Charlie Kirk Show, weekdays at noon on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. This is the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Seven nothing the lead here for Gross Hill. River Gabriel Richard with a third down and six as this football spotted on the 14 yard line inside Gross Hill territory. Wisniewski trying to barrel it up the middle with the QB keeper there. The original spot looks to be about a yard shy of the first down. Now they move it up a little bit. Where he ended up, it looks to be more like a first down. But, no, they're going to mark it shy. Fourth and inches now with 325 left to go in the first. What do you think they're going to go for here? They're going to kick it. I think they're going to go for it. I think this isn't a bad space to go in, go for it either, though. Trying to kind of establish the tempo of this game, looking to tie it up. And going for it all here with the fourth down conversion. They did mark them almost a full yard short. At least that's where the down box is. We're pretty close to the field, so don't have the best of angles to see it. And there's an easy first down run off the left side. Another keeper, Nick Sobush, into the game there. He's kind of more the running athlete-type quarterback. Wisniewski more the pocket passer. But regardless of first down and 10 again for this Gabriel Richard offense, they've marched left to right pretty nicely here against this Grossiel defense. That defensive line is going to start pinching those stuff that's fourth and short, third and short. They're going to start pinching and making this offensive line have to go outside. So Wisniewski is back out there. He's got three backs behind him. He's under center once again, and that play was broken as they are actually just trying to pound it towards the end zone. They're, they're a little closer than I <laughs> thought they were here. They're at around the five-yard line. They were trying to keep it towards the goal, but... Maybe gaining a half yard or so. It's second and goal with four to go. They just couldn't push right there. They just couldn't push, and they're not allowing them to make sure they can't go up the middle. Like I said, that defensive line is probably about to start pinching, especially if they want to go with that quarterback run. They're going to get on top of that very quickly. Two minutes and five seconds left to play here in quarter number one. Still 7 nothing. gross heel. First and goal for the first time here for the Pioneers. They send trips to the right. Wisniewski in the gun. Adjusts his mouthpiece here. Arms extended, has the shotgun snap, runs it straight ahead. A helmet flies loose towards the back of the end zone. Wisniewski is close to the goal line there. They're going to mark him shy. So whose helmet popped off there? It was a... Was it a gross eel player? It came off pretty quick. Yeah, it was, it was number 51. Yep, 51, Ian Rush, who had the interception earlier that set up the score. 
A minute 18 left. Richard trying to punch it in here before this first quarter expires. Third and goal, a couple yards out. Wisniewski still under center. They're back to this running formation with three backs behind him. Pitch to his right, looking to slither his way in. What a hit. Boy, he laid a lick on him. That's Brody Callums, who met the running back along the right side quickly there for Gaber Richard. That was Tony Sobush. Now that brings up fourth and goal. They tried to get that run to the outside. They threw a toss, and he was able to come right down. Brody Kelmis was able to come right down, lay that boomstick. That was a pretty impressive hit right there. He didn't even have the form tackle. He just threw that with his shoulder. 33 seconds and counting remaining here in the first quarter. 7-0. The lead here for Gabriel Richard. They're deep in the huddle right now, 10 yards out. Now they break it with 14 seconds left. One play left in this quarter. They gotta get it in the end zone so this drive doesn't stall on fourth and goal. Man in motion here, they fake it to him. Wisniewski trying to power up the middle as he turns to his right. An initial indication says it's a turnover on downs as the clock expires here in the first quarter. Looks like Jonathan Allison got in there first for Gross Hill. They hang on to a 7-0 lead as we enter the second quarter after this on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Mike Gallagher wants us to prepare. We have a battle ahead of us. We have turmoil in America. We've got to be ready to fight. Not physically, but at the ballot box with ideas with logic, with wisdom, with clarity. I know this. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. WBTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Hey, Warrior fans. Join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer, Josh Rommel, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times for all the football games this fall. And go Warriors! The second quarter of the CHSL Game of the Week starts now. Welcome back, everyone, to Gross Hill High School on the island here today on the Detroit River. 7-0 the lead for the Red Devils right now. They just forced a turnover on downs. Gabriel Richard had a nice drive, but it stalled on a goal situation. Turned it over on fourth and goal. Here's Gross Hill from the shadow of their own end zone, and a penalty flag will fly with not much room to go back if this is on the home squad here. They're about two yards out. Now they're going to be one yard out from their own end zone. As you've seen, Gabriel Richard was definitely about to come with a heavy blitz. So that's one thing that they need to watch for right now. They're coming with that same blitz. The guy on the outside and that middle linebacker are creeping up to that line very effectively. 
Simons in the gun. Going to hand it off to try to buy some space, and they just trip him up on the run left side. Tyler Frazik, who's been effective here today in spurts, gains two up the left side. It's second and eight. That was almost a big run, though. That hole got open. If they didn't trip him up, that was he was off for the races. He's up to the four-yard line now. So we're just underway in the second quarter. Arms extended, waiting for the shotgun snap. Wants to throw it, hurls it out. Far sideline, stretching out into double coverage. It is incomplete. They were looking for Tyler Swick, and the flag did fly in the area of pass interference there. This is now his second time going to that same exact route. It was a go route. He had two people on him once again, so that was also still a risky throw. It was in double coverage, but I guess he just believes in Travis Swick like that. You can see Swick kind of bury that right foot into the grass at the last second as well, drawing up a few blades of this natural surface on the far side in front of the Gabriel Richard bench. So pass interference is, in fact, the call as they will move this down box and chains left to right on the far side of the field here today. They'll march it all the way up to the 25. A lot of clock stoppages here today. A lot of penalties to begin this one. It's a week one contest, though. It happens. Snap is in the hands, and it's a quick handoff blown up very quickly there by Riverview Richard. That's Wisniewski. Number 21 is creeping up at that line each time they go with a run. So every time that they try to go to a run to that outside, he's already there. He's breaking up that play. So they're going to have to avoid going to, to the side of whichever blitzing linebacker that is. Second and 13, two wide receivers aside. They chuck it left. It's a screen into the hands of Loxon. Makes the catch over the line of scrimmage and just trickling up to the original line as they lost a couple on that previous play. It'll now be third and nine up to the 21. That was good he didn't drop that one because he was behind the line of scrimmage, and I, that would have been a very scary sight if he did drop that. Three wide here for Grosseal. They go no huddle, but... Look for the signals coming in. Coaches tap the top of their head for this one here. Simons in the gun, has the football. Lefty drifts back. Wobbling ball far sideline. It's complete. He's got a first down. Over the middle, nice little slant into the hands of Tyler Swick. One thing I like about this quarterback, he's not just looking at one side of the field. He's actually scanning the entire field. He's going through at least more than one progression before he throws the ball. They stack two wide receivers on each side. They snap that ball extremely quick. Little inside handoff for Swick. Not much cooking there. The interior defensive line all over that for Gabriel Richard. Big number 56, Nick DeSanto. 6'5", 300 pounds. Has offers from Wayne State and Hope already. Blew up that play. Second and 10 now, alone in the gun. Simons trying to lead this offense. He rolls out right. Has to turn around because he's a lefty. That one will bounce right on the numbers at the 40-yard line. Intended for Hunter Proctor. That'll bring up third and 10. Money down. Defensive lineman, pin your ears back. Go get that quarterback. Go get that quarterback now. 
clock frozen at 9.31. 7 the lead here for Seal. They have the football inside their own territory at the 35 and a third and 10. Two wide receivers right. He looks left, now looks right. Over the middle he goes instead. It's a first down catch. He made the catch just in front of the sticks. Buried himself inside Gabrushar territory at the 49-yard line. Matthew Pizzo with a big-time play there. That was good that he just settled himself right in the zone, caught that ball, tried to get upfield. That was a good tackle by the defender, but great just sitting in that zone to catch that ball. Clock moving at 9-16 and counting. Gross heel up 7-0 in their red and white jerseys here today, black helmets. Gabriel Shard on the other side in the white and maroon. First and 10, up to the 49 of Riverview Gabriel Richard here. Handed off to the left. Pizzo has it on a little motion right to left in the end. And a big hit on the far sideline right in front of the GR bench there. He stopped just shy of the first down marker. He needed to get to about the 40. He's down at the 42 on the Gabriel Richard side. So it'll be second and two. That was a good fake because that linebacker came down and he thought that quarterback had it. He attacked that quarterback like he had that ball. Run up the middle and they bowl over a couple defensive linemen that time for the Pioneers for a first down. Tyler Frazick ran that one, the 5'10 senior. That was a good pop at the end too. He almost he ran that he ran that guy over, but you know, it was a good tackle. First down and 10. The football spotted up to the 37-yard line in between the hash marks. 8.24 still left on the ticking clock here in the first half. Trying to arrange their personnel where they want to go. Simons leading him down in the pistol here. Single wide receivers aside. Hands it off to his lone setback here. Up the middle. Burst of speed for Frazick. He's still on his feet past the 30. Up to the 25-yard line for a first down. He's still moving the pile. Pushing him near the 21-yard line on the far side of the field. One of the better runs we've seen here today. Grossiel looking for a two-score lead here in the first half. That was a power run. It was very simple. Give him the ball. The middle linebacker blitzed. He missed his spot. Cut it back right up the field. And then good job on him to get some extra yards. Clouds continue to come over the stadium. They're pretty much fully engulfing the field from the near corner to the far corner. Sun is now completely shaded from that perspective as well. As we see a timeout burned here, 7.53 left to play here in the first quarter. 7-0 Grosseal with the lead. They have it on the Richard 19-yard line, driving left to right with a first down and 10. Well, we remind you that the Patriot has created a weekly pick'em contest. You can sign up at PatriotDetroit.com and pick the teams you think will win each week. From our list of CHSL matchups, pick the most current games to win weekly prizes or a 43-inch television grand prize at the end of the season. Make your CHSL pick'em selections at PatriotDetroit.com before next Friday. Sponsored by the Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. We also want to thank the Gross Seal Grand newspaper for their support of tonight's game. Pick up a paper or check out Gross Seal Grand on Facebook. Check some scores in your Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard from our studios here today. Country Day with a early 7-0 lead over Loyola. That's in the second quarter from Detroit Mercy. Grass Lake also up on Shrine 7-0. Muskegon Catholic Central 24, North Muskegon 22. That's the final from earlier here today. Run on the run to the right side. A fumble popped out. 
at present moment, it looks like Grosil jumped back on it. It was most likely Tyler Frazik in the area was Ian Rush. He's going to gain three yards up the right side to about the 15. It's second and seven. That might have been a short run, but that was a good run. Found a cutback lane, cut back up. Three wide here for Grosil. They run right side, ran into a brick wall, though. Two big bodies standing right there for Gabriel Richard. Principally, Matthew Mann, the senior defensive lineman. That brings up another third down and seven with the clock moving at seven minutes to go in the second quarter. This offense is playing so fast, I'm barely getting able to call on my call, man. <laughs> Trips to the left, one of the near side here. Rolling out left is the lefty. Over the middle, hits his big wide receiver. Sprints into the middle of the end zone. Touchdown, Grosseal. Hunter Proctor, just a size mismatch up top. Him and Swick, usually on either side of the field. And the 6-2 senior makes it a 13-0 game. They've been using that rollout play a lot in this first half. They've used it maybe about three or four times in this first half. So that's something to really worry about because obviously that quarterback can get out and run. That's why they got people trying to make sure he doesn't get to the outside and he has to cut it back. But great catch by him. Great touchdown. So the man that caught the touchdown will kick the extra point. The quarterback is the holder, Simons. Part of a 20-man roster is you guys, your guys have to do more than – other rosters we'll see throughout the year. Encroachment against Gabriel Richard. So we'll see what they decide to do here. Will they try to go for two or just continue to kick another extra point here? Mentioning that you said that that is a small team, that means everybody has to play both ways and everybody has to have that stamina to go the whole game. Because you never know if one person gets hurt, that might hurt the entire team. I already see one man banged up on the near sideline here for Gross. He has his cleat off. That's a defensive tackle and offensive guard, Zaid Alderwish, being attended to by the training staff. They decided to kick it again. It's up and good. And a big-time play on both sides of the ball by Hunter Proctor makes it 14-0 Gross. 6.54 left to go in the first half here on the Patriot. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Back to the island of Gross Eel for more CHSL football action. The sun setting right in front of our face here today. It's been shielded mostly by the clouds, but it pokes out again just behind the right light tower in front of a bunch of yellow school buses on the far side of the field. 6.54 left to play here in the second quarter. 14-0. Grosseal in the lead, scoring their second touchdown just moments ago. Hunter Proctor, the big body. 
big bodying everybody around him as they look to, again, kind of force a Gabriel Richard mistake. This is the third time we've seen this on the kickoff here today. That's not necessarily an onside kick, but they're just trying to kick it right at the hands and see if they bobble it. But Alex Borowitz did a good job to just fall his body on it. They're obviously taking a page out of Catholic Central from yesterday. They squibbed the ball almost the entire game. They did not give the returners a big chance to go and return the ball. Richard, of course, having the opportunity to watch the scrimmage for Grosseal. Gabriel Richard had none such scrimmage. They were supposed to have an open practice with Renaissance last week. Had to get canceled, so this is their first action against another team. A little out route caught on the far sideline there. Kelms, or Kettler, actually that's uh, Wisniewski. Check that one more time. Tyler Morehouse able to bring that in for a gain of two. Second and eight. They're just shy of the 45 in their own territory. A lot of these passes are very short throws. They need to get stuff that's over five yards because as of right now, they're getting a lot of stuff to come back to the line of scrimmage, and that's putting them in deeper situations where they have to get themselves out of. Second and eight, 618 remaining here in quarter number two. Trips to the right, one to the near side. Wisniewski fires one down the middle, leaping 25 yards down the field that time was Tony Sobush. That was kind of into double coverage. There were three guys virtually draped around him. But I think that was a catchable ball. That was one he threw into double coverage that was very much a catchable ball. He had people trailing him, so he should have caught that. He shouldn't have dropped that one. It was a little too high, though. Third and more like nine. The football spotted here in the 44. Twins aside for Deontay Allen's team. On the target snap, fires it over the middle. It's incomplete. He was looking again for Tony Sobush. That one was kind of a sidewinding throw. And now some extracurricular activity again after the play is over. Podservinsky was maybe talking some smack there with Sobush. And two, three flags come out. That was a good route. He went right for the slant route. He should not have dropped that ball, though. That was right in the hands. I think he could have caught that. Even if he got tackled, he should have kept on to that. Unsportsmanlike again. This is actually against Gabriel Richard, though. So this is going to push them back to the Boy, with this sun shining and these numbers not outlined very much. I think that's the 30-yard line. It is very hard to see. I agree with you. There's a one tree that's going to really save our lives when that sun goes down a little bit more, I think. But right now, it's, it is right in the vision. And it's going to bring up fourth down as well as you'd expect. Fourth down and what? 25-ish. So they're looking to punt this away, obviously. Everingham in to do the duties there. 
Number 11, he's 10 yards back, receives it. Helmet high. As this punt is not going to be fielded, it looks like rolls out at the 40-yard line on the far side of the field. And that's where Grosio will gain it back. Up 14-0 in this game. A half of a quarter still to go here in the second. Grosio really has a chance to make it hard for Gabriel Richard to come back if they can score before the end of the half. We haven't been seeing a lot of good punting in these first two days. It's been a lot of short punts. So here comes Seal marching back from the near sideline. They're cheerleaders in full force here today with the green or the red and white pom-poms. Two wide receivers on each side. Simon's in the gun. Arms extended. He's got the snap. Fades back 10 yards, maybe 15. Floats it over the middle. It's incomplete. Skipping one near the bread basket there of Tyler Swick as he was trying to dive towards the football. Ended up kind of trickling off the helmet at second and 10. A lot of these throws have been down to the ground, and he really needs to change up his throwing motion maybe right now or get more settled in his pocket, do something, because his team needs him to be throwing better balls right now. And right now his balls are just not completing. Like I said, they need to stop throwing the ball so short. They need to get stuff that's over 5 to 10 yards. Everything is coming back to the line of scrimmage. Frazik, the lone running back. They pitch it to the man in motion, though. That's Allison. And hopping on him quickly was Andrew Fust. That's a nice play. Bottleman up in the backfield for loss of three. It's third and 12. Back to the 40-yard line here. Nick DeSanto, that was really good on his edge. He got right up to the outside, did not let that defensive, that receiver get to the outside, tackled him down. Good stop. Pizzo and Frazik, the two running backs in here, and a third and 12, rolling out left, has a man near the chains. He's shy if he caught that football at the 50. It is complete into the hands of Tyler Swick. So Swick is a full yard and a half shy here. Fourth and one, they snap the football quickly, powering it up the middle. And a nice job there by Frazik to get a first down. First down, that was a great blocking play by the offensive line. They cleared up a hole for him to go right through. He got first down and some extras. Aiden Carter dragging him from behind. Too late though, as this football is up to the 45 yard line of the Pioneers again. We've seen a lot of play happen in their own defensive territory here late. This offense is very quick with their offense. To the line of scrimmage, snap it right there. Swick in the pistol. Two wide receivers far side, one of the near, it's a fumble on the play. Picking it back up is Simons here, and Gabriel Richard sniffed that up all the way. Matthew Mann makes the tackle. Another loss. This football right back to midfield, just to the right of it, it looks like. It'll be second and 14 from the 49. Gabriel Richard keeps blitzing. I don't know if this is going to come up and bite them maybe later in the game because they're blitzing so much, but they blitzed. They got right to that quarterback as he received him the ball, and that's what made him drop it. Clock inside four minutes here in the second quarter. 14-0 the lead. For Grosseal, a touchdown three minutes in and a touchdown to begin the second quarter as well. Man in motion to the far side, Matthew Pizzo. He lines up now to the right of his quarterback, Simons. He's back to pass. 
well blocked that time as Wisniewski. He was rushing the quarterback, quarterback on quarterback that time. Flung a pass complete on the near sideline as he bounced right in front of their own bench. Matt Pizzo makes the catch. Right there to wrap him up, though, is Lackey and company here for Gabriel Richard. Good throw because he was open, but once again, like I said, he needs to get his receivers five yards up the field because everything is behind the line of scrimmage. Everything is a loss, and they need to stop taking so many losses because they put themselves in very uncomfortable positions. Third and 12. Football spotted just behind the 45 here. Or the 35, I beg your pardon. Rolling and airing that one. The only man that could get that, Tyler Swick. He's a couple steps onto the track by the time that play ends. And now it's fourth and 12. You can definitely see that they're going to go to this guy a lot. Tyler Swick is the man on this team, and they're going to go to him very consistently. He's the big play threat on this team. So something we've not had to say much here today. Rosiel will be forced to punt. Rosiel wants to talk about it here as the clock freezes at 258. 14-0 is the lead for the home run devils here today. First half winding down on the Patriot. CHSL football on WDTK the Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Dr. Sebastian Gorka explains simple math. If you increase the cost of a business doing business, well, they just pass it on. Then they say, okay, the product I'm selling is going to be divided by what the government wants from me. So the idea that you're leveling the playing field, it's just utterly fallacious. America First with Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Weeknights at 11 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Fourth down and 12. The football spotted on the 48-yard line here. They're going to go for it. Why not? Up 14-0 here for Grosseal. Rolling out left, airing it down the field. It is tipped and intercepted. If they call that a catch on a roll here on the near sideline, they will. How about Nick Sobush getting his hands under that one? Regardless, that one was going back to Gabriel Richard. Actually, that kind of hurts them. <laughs> In the sense of if that ball is incomplete, they have better field position. But regardless, you want to make sure you secure the football on a tip ball like that. And that's what they did. And in the end, Bruchard will take it back at around the 30-yard line here. I didn't get to see the defender that was in front of that receiver to deflect that. But that was all set up by him for him to get the pick at all. Bruchard down by 14. Would love a score before the end of the half. Just a couple minutes left in it. Lackey, big run, left side, showing his feet at the 40. Breaks an arm tackle. He's to midfield. Another stiff arm from behind. Gets himself to the 40 of Grosseal. Down to the 35 here on the near sideline. That's a heck of a gallop right to left with still 2.39 to play. The running back that came out with him, that was a great block on him. That was almost a pancake easily just pushing him out of the way, getting that first down. That was a great run by him. That hole opened up so quickly from the offensive line. And that is going to be erased because of a called hold. The flag is back at the 39-yard line. Boy, I didn't even see that was in the uh, mix there. 
Freezes the clock at 2.39. Grosile up 14-0. And on a long run, one of the best here today for Riverview Richard. They have just not been able to figure out their offense in total here today. That could have been a moment where they started to click. But instead, the football is spotted back to the 29. It's first down and 10. Wisniewski out in the gun, fakes a handoff, chucks it up in the air. That one is a jump ball, and it probably is another pass interference call. Boy, at first, Drew Everingham probably had no chance to catch that football. His defender on the other end was Andrew Podsinski. He spun him around with the top, put a big right paw on him, kind of chucked the shoulder pad, and that will give Gabriel Richard pretty good field position back inside Grosseal territory. It's not a spot foul here in high school, so they got to make sure they mark it off here. I don't think that he meant to even have that as a P.I. He just got caught very out of focus, very out of position, and that's what made that be a P.I. call. But I think naturally he just had good coverage, and the ball just so happened to be in the air at the right time, and that receiver was able to play that off perfectly. So the football is spotted up to the 44-yard line in the near hash now. First down and 10. Still in Gabriel Richard territory. 2.33 left to play here in the second quarter. 14-0 gross heel. Two right, one in the near side receiver-wise. Wisniewski has the shotgun snap, pointing to his wideout. Looking to just throw it out of play now. He threw it just past the line of scrimmage. Up to the 45. There was multiple defensive linemen chasing after him there. That was good. They had one over the top of him. They had two trailing him, so he couldn't cut back. That was a great play. And they have to keep doing that because they cannot let this quarterback run. This quarterback is taking a lot of risk today, too. Throwing a lot of stuff into double, triple coverage. That's always a uneasy position where you're a coach looking at your quarterback throw. A lot of balls into double, triple coverage. Two minutes and 25 seconds left on the frozen clock here in the first half. 14-0, gross seal in the lead. Two wide receivers aside. Wisniewski in the gun, has the football. Kind of a lollipop snap, fades back. Good spiral down the left side of the field. Juggling catch, he couldn't hold on. Nick Sobush down at the 25-yard line. Secured it with his right, trying to get the left over, and as he was falling down, it squirted it out two yards in front of him. And that could have been a first down inside the 30. Instead, it's a third down and 10 inside their own territory at the 44. Jonathan Allison was the DB on that. He had good coverage, honestly. That was almost a perfect place ball. He just wasn't able to bring it in. He got it right over that corner, though. That was a that was an extremely great throw. Clock frozen at 2:18. This is an important play. He may even go for it on fourth down, given how this game has rolled thus far. Wisniewski inside handoff, Lackey, nothing there. Got a stiff arm. Got a couple more yards. Now he chucks a defender, and that's going to be another unsportsmanlike. 
WWE Jonathan Allison on the near sideline at the 48-yard line after that play was well over. And for Lackey, it was a gain of five, but that's going to go back. He was at midfield. The yellow hanky is rusting just below the numbers here and just awaiting the formality of the call on Sportsmanlike against Riverview Richard. We've seen like four or five of those here in this week one for these two teams. Matthew Pizzo, that was a great form tackle going low on him so he couldn't get out nowhere the clock has barely moved down the stretch here in the second quarter we have seen a lot of penalties in a lot of controllable areas from both of these two teams here today that is not something these two coaching staffs will be happy with at halftime it's just being undisciplined man they got to make sure that they understand that they cannot do the stuff that they're doing like you said, these are very preventable fouls and penalties. Everingham into punt it away. It's Swick back deep at the 35-yard line in his own territory for Gross Seal. He'll look to return this left to right. As the sun almost down here at Gross Seal with the cloud cover in. This one booming towards the darker clouds here today and that is a live ball picked up by Seal, not the returner that time Matthew Pizzo ends up with it he saved the day for his team kind of looked like a, a fair catch wanted to be called there by Tyler Swick I'm not sure he signaled it he's kind of confused maybe he did just not very emphatically he's raising his hands up as he enters the huddle as if to say what happened there that was almost a big play that was almost a very big play because he dropped that ball, and I don't know if they were going to say that he had waved. That was going to be a very big play. If they would have got that ball going back the other way, that would have been amazing for them, especially going into the half. A minute 59 still left on the clock here for Grosseal. They've got one, actually two timeouts remaining, just one for the Pioneers. Two wide on each side for Simons. Lone running back is Frazic to his left hip. They're going to twirl it on a short pass to Pizzo. A couple spin cycle moves for him as he's past the 40 up to the 42-yard line and gains four on the play after it could have been a loss. One thing I will say is the tackling in this game has been pretty well. They have not been breaking a lot of tackles, breaking – uh, big runs. The tackling is, in this game has been very well. Second and two fumble on the play. Quarterback lost it on the exchange. He picked it up, trying to gain a first down all of a sudden. He's going to gain a half yard up to the left. They started on the near hash, moved to the far hash, and again they avoid disaster here as time winds down in the second quarter. Only up two scores. Shout out to the back end of the defense coming up and stopping that, that quarterback after he picked up that ball. Because if he would have got to that outside, oh, man, that speed would have been, he would have had to show them I'm faster. Well, does your bank make you feel like you belong there? Or do they just treat you like you're the ATM? An Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you're a member of a financial institution that serves the Catholic community. that provides you with an opportunity to align your banking with your Catholic identity. 
Not only will they receive all the products and services you need to manage your money, but your membership will help support Catholic schools, parishes, and organizations as well. It's not often you can put your money where your faith is and get something back in return. Visit AllianceCatholicCreditUnion.com to do just that. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. the score in favor of Gross Eel here on WDTK Detroit. Odyssey Station here today. Third and one. Gross Eel with the football inside their own territory. You're at the 45-yard line. Two wide receivers right, one to the far side. He's got two running backs to his right side as well. Fumbles the football again. Jumping on it, Tyler Frazik. There for Gross Eel. Also diving in and looking to gain it was Andrew Fust. He's had a couple plays on that defensive front here today. As you see that he was clearing off his hands, he was wiping his hands with his towel because the last two that he's dropped has been more on him. It wasn't really bad snap, so he had to really clear off his hands right there. Fourth down and two clock down to 40 seconds. 14-0, Gross Seal trying to milk the clock a little bit more back towards halftime. Just one timeout remaining aside. The clock is now down to 27 seconds. Two wide receivers to his left and right. And now the timeout burned by John Bodner and Gross Seal. Do you think they're going to punt it right here? That's a good question. I mean, you could probably run a play and just run the clock out. And then you risk fumbling the ball, which is something that has been a problem here today on this drive specifically. You are in your own territory. I think it would be better if they punt it. Put them deep into their own field. Make sure that they can't go score. If they can score, if they can score in about 17 seconds, 16 seconds, then that's that's a whole difference. But I don't think they can go down and score in 16 seconds. We have seen some deep runs here today by Gabriel Richard. Some of them have been called back, which has been unfortunate for them. So fourth and one from the 44-yard line of their own territory here. They're sending the punter, Hunter Proctor, out. Gabriel Richard doesn't have anybody back deep as we speak right now. At least in the middle of the field. Nick Sobush is the deepest right now. This is a short punt. It hits a Grosseal player at the 35-yard line, and he will down it there with 19.4 seconds to play. What do you think they're going to come out and do? you think they're going to throw, or do you think they're going to run right here? I don't think they're going to necessarily risk throwing the ball. The throwing hasn't been as accurate, I think, as Deontay Allen would have liked, but who knows? We'll see. I say they go for an all-out pass right here. They try to get something going down the field very quick to try to see maybe if they could at least score even three. Because going into the locker room 14-3 instead of 14-0 would be big for them. Flag comes down before they even snap the football. That is back at the 30-yard line here. 
against Gabriel Richard. He's going to march him back here. They did not exactly signal what it was, I don't believe, at least to us. Maybe it was a delay of game, I'm assuming. I don't think enough time surpassed for that, though. Football here on the 37-yard line. Regardless now, still 19.4 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Gabriel Richard is in an all-out passing formation. They got five wide, five down linemen as well for Grosseal. They're blitzing. Low snap, nearly skipped. Wisniewski looking to air it out. He lasers one down the middle of the field. Has two men there. It is... Incomplete as it's waved off at the 17-yard line. And a man down on the near side as well for the Pioneers. That's Nick Sobush. Pass intended for Chris Biggers. And Sobush in some real pain here as they attend to his left leg, it looks like. Well, this defense for Gross Isle, they know that they're going to go deep. That They obviously have to know that they're going to go deep. They're not doing anything short. They don't want to have to play backyard football with it. So at least that they know that they're going deep. That was actually still really good coverage. But I thought the receiver came down with that one. 11 seconds remaining here in quarter number two. As they continue to attend... The injured pioneer here on the near sideline. 14-0, the gross seal lead. It's been that way for a while now. The Pioneers have had a couple times to score in this contest, but uh, just not been able to crack the scoring column quite yet. So now other members of the Richard coaching staff coming over and attending to Sobush down here on the near sideline. He is in play, so they obviously cannot continue play. And good to see that Nick Sobush is up and trying to at least stretch out that leg here. It's good that he was able to get up and walk off himself. Always proud to see that as a former football player. It is a slow walk for him to the far sideline at around the 30. The play will begin just shy of the other 30 in Richard territory. And they tacked on another penalty as well. I think it was a hold. First down and 30. All the way back to the 24. They're not in an all-out throw position again. I wonder I wonder if they're going to throw a run here. Lackey on the left side breaks a few tackles. He's past the 30, up to the 35, to the 40, and bounces just shy of the 45 in front of us from our broadcast location. 2.8 left, and Riverview Richard will burn... Their last time out here. I think they just caught them out of position. They caught them in thinking that they were going to throw the ball again. And that hole just opened up very quickly. And it was mainly because I think that they just caught them off guard. They thought they were going to throw the ball. 
and they ran the ball. And the hole was able to open up pretty easily for them. Now this is a big play right here. I wonder what they're going to do on it to the half. Because even if you make a turnover right here, I'm not going to say it almost doesn't matter, but kind of almost doesn't matter unless they return it. Second down and eight, under three seconds to play. 2.8 officially. Shard down 14 nothing. We've already seen them take a few large shots here in this first half. I can definitely say that this quarterback has been not scared to throw into double coverage for sure. Three deep safeties, if you want to call them that, back at the 40-yard line inside Seal territory. Wisniewski play action, fakes the run, chucks it up the middle. It is picked off at the 20-yard line. Watch him run now. Matthew Pizzo can run. He reverses field, has some blockers. Pizzo on the far side in front of his own bench is tackled down just shy of midfield of the 45-yard line. A good finish here for Grosseal. A good half overall for them. We saw a lot of penalties, a lot of unsportsmanlike, but Grosseal dominated at points as well. Gabriel Richard just not able to get this offense in sync. They trail 14-0 at the half in our Game of the Week on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. War, inflation, and $30 trillion in debt. It's looking like 2008 all over again. Millions of Americans watched their retirement savings disappear, while those who invested in physical gold and silver were protected. And if you have $50,000 or more in your IRA, 401k, or savings, you could be at risk again. Right now, thousands of Americans are using an IRS loophole to add physical gold and silver to their retirement savings. So call 855-815-GOLD, G-O-L-D, to get a free gold IRA kit and learn how you could get $10,000 or more in free silver to protect your retirement savings. Gold Co. is the company Sean Hannity and I recommend for gold and silver, and they've helped place nearly $1 billion in precious metals. We could be looking at a recession worse than 2008, so don't wait. Call Gold Co. today. Call 855-815-GOLD. 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-G-O-L-D. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. WBTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriots. Fourteen nothing, your score here at halftime in our Catholic League Game of the Week. We saw an early touchdown just a couple minutes in by Grosseal. That was a touchdown that came after the interception early on in that game as well, but. Uh, Penalties in this game is something that has plagued Riverview Gabriel Richard to this point. Certainly 
came down to the wire on them late as well. We saw a holding call and even led to a first and 30 and a couple chucks down the field that they were trying to master with about 14 seconds left, not able to muster any offense here, and that's why they trail 14 nothing. I agree with you, and uh, like you said in the first half, everything has been up to them. They've been making all of these penalties. These are not penalties that need to happen. A lot of them, like you said, have been unnecessary roughness and stuff like that. Like you can, you can obviously control that. They ha definitely have to go into the half talking to their team, telling them we don't need that, and that's hurting our chances, especially for Gabriel Richard. Well, again, 14-0 our score at halftime in halftime here today. We'll have an SRN Salem report around the sports world. We'll also look back into the MHSA offices for this week in high school sports and have some scores for you a little bit later here in our halftime show. 14-0 Rose Hill. Back with more after this on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. At the Student Connection, we always have believed that every child learns differently. Our professional tutors discover how best to connect with each student and then develop a program to meet the student's individual needs. We offer one-on-one -on -one tutoring in all subjects, including high-level math and foreign language. We have one of the best test programs in the area. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. Call 248-326-6034 or visit thestudentconnect.com. That's thestudentconnect.com. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WBTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer, Josh Rennell, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long, right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times, for all the football games this fall, and go Warriors! The halftime show continues next. Dennis Prager doesn't fall for the tricks. My friends, the climate issue is an excuse to give government more and more power. It's based on gobbledygook that we could live on wind and solar. Live on wind and solar power? Where Where is that happening in the world? Where is that happening? They're not serious about climate change. They're serious about revolution. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Fourteen 
zip our halftime score in favor of Gros Seal. Jeremy Otto back with you here from our Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth here today. Kind of a beautiful sunset unfolding on the far side. It's still dark clouds over the stadium. We've kind of been seeing the sun trickle through the clouds for the last hour or so, but uh, some red mixed in some light sky blue out there as well to the far side of the field as the band performs for Gros Seal in their red uniforms here today with the khaki shorts a few numbers that the fans have enjoyed thus far. An early touchdown in this game by Grosseal is the total difference. They lead by a score of 14-0 to this point. Second half quickly approaching. In a little bit, we'll have this week in high school sports, the SRN Sports Report after that, and then our second half of play here on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL Football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. At Siena Heights University, academics means more than a list of majors. Whatever drives your passion, chances are excellent we have a scholarship for it. Cheer on the Saints. Hit the high score for your team. Receive applause for your performance. Whatever you hope to do, Siena is a great place to start. Explore our academic advantages and get the full effect of a Siena education. Hugh Hewitt can't trust the CDC. CDC is a completely collapsed agency. That is, uh, it's so tr obviously true. They have no ability to message. Dr. Fauci thinks going on the Sunday shows and talking to the same 4 million people. And there are 4 million people who watch the Sunday show. Uh, he thinks those 4 million people are the only ones that matter. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. The Halftime Show continues next. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult, and even kids, treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Welcome to the 2022-23 school year, and welcome back to this week in high school sports. We'll be with you every week from now until the end of March, getting you caught up on the biggest stories from across the state in the high school sports world. I'm John Ross, and this is This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid. New for this school year is a totally redesigned MHSAA website. If you've been to MHSAA.com recently, you've noticed some exciting changes. Nearly 70% of our web traffic comes from mobile devices, and the new site is much more mobile-friendly. It will be way easier for you to check scores on your phone at halftime of the game you're attending. There is no longer a separate second-half site, but those stories will continue. Previous second-half content has migrated to MHSAA.com, and all future stories, recaps, previews, and more will be found on the new site. 
Web pages dedicated to specific sports and individual schools have been redeveloped to make finding schedules and tournament information easier. The site's navigation has been reorganized to make surfing smoother and more straightforward. And you are only a click or two away from finding an audio or video stream of the game. If you haven't been to the new MHSAA.com, check it out. The first week of action is in the books, and that brings us our first game balls of the year. Cassopolis junior Malachi Ward started the boys' soccer season in fantastic form. He found the back of the net four times in a 4-2 season opening win over Buchanan. Three of Ward's four goals came in the game's first half. Fowlerville's Lucas Anderson. The number one singles tennis player won his first three matches of the year at the Livingston County Quad. The seniors' dominating performance helped Fowlerville to a team title at the quad as well. And to the Centerville volleyball team. The Bulldogs won the season-opening Kerry Adams Memorial Tournament, finishing atop a 16-team field that included last year's Division IV state champs, Battle Creek St. Philip. Centerville took the championship match from St. Phil two sets to one. Need money for college? You need My Student Aid. My Student Aid is the go-to resource that helps Michigan families find money to pay for college. Plus, they'll guide you through the financial aid process and answer any questions you have. For grants, scholarships, and more, connect with My Student Aid. Helping make college affordable for everyone. Learn more at michigan.gov slash aid. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. New this year in football is a change to intentional grounding. What's staying the same? A quarterback in the free block zone who throws a pass to an area with no receiver nearby will continue to be flagged for intentional grounding. That's a five-yard penalty and loss of down. So what's different? Now, a quarterback outside of the free blocking zone can legally throw the ball away as long as the pass lands past the original line of scrimmage. This used to be flagged for grounding, but is now legal. In fact, the rule doesn't just pertain to the quarterback. Any passer outside the free blocking zone can throw the ball away as long as it lands past the line of scrimmage. Thanks, Sam. Now more than ever, we need officials. If you're interested, go to the MHSAA website now to register. Believe it or not, but we're just 13 weeks away from the 11-player football finals at Ford Field. A lot will happen on the gridiron between now and then. There are games on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week, the season's opening weekend. Selection Sunday is October 23rd, with district play starting October 28th. The top 32 teams in each of the eight divisions will make the playoffs. On the eight-player side, the top 16 teams in each of the two divisions will make the postseason. Playoff participants are chosen by a strength of schedule point system, the same system that was in place last year. To find out which division a team is in and to see live weekly rankings of teams, just go to MHSAA.com and click on football. Valley Sports Detroit will once again be televising the finals from Ford Field on Friday and Saturday, November 25th and 26th. The first game each day will kick at 10 a.m. Valley Sports is also televising a game of the week each week and following that with an hour-long scores and recap show. Football Friday's overtime powered by state champs will be a great one-stop option for highlights and to stay on top of all the action each week, you won't want to miss it. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, powered by Michigan Student Aid, a production of the MHSAA Network. 
Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross. We'll see you next week. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. With SRN Sports, I'm Andrew Stewart. Baseball winners yesterday in the American League. The Houston Astros move a step closer to another AL West crown. From Houston, here's correspondent Adam Spillane. Trey Mancini's three-run homer topped a four-run first inning as the Houston Astros beat the Minnesota Twins 6-3. It was Mancini's only hit of the game and his sixth home run in 18 games since joining the Astros. Don't know if I have a perfect explanation. I've been working a lot with the hitting coaches on making some some adjustments, and, and my teammates have been helping me out, too. Um, you know, on things they see. So that's that's been, I think, the name of the game for me. Jose Altuve finished with three hits for Houston, while Alex Bregman added a pair of hits and scored three runs. Adam Spillane, Houston. Other American League victors yesterday, Tampa Bay, Seattle, Baltimore, Toronto, and the Yankees. This is SRN Sports. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Dennis Prager here, and the real estate market is hot right now. People are taking advantage of low interest rates and economic uncertainty by investing in real assets. Whether you're a first-time buyer or just looking to make a change, the key to getting the property you want is being pre-qualified with cash in hand. That's why you should contact. Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Andrew and Todd are mortgage bankers, not brokers, so their team takes care of you personally from start to finish. In fact, you'll probably speak with either Andrew or Todd directly. Go online and fill out a few simple questions, and they can usually assess your situation right over the phone. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call triple H. 888-1172-Andrew-and-Todd.com or 888-888-1172-888-1172. The second half of the CHSL Game of the Week starts now. Welcome back to Grow Seal, everyone. Long return here off the opening kickoff for the Red Devils. To the far side, and it's Tyler Frazick. He took it at the 25-yard line on their half of the field, zigzag past midfield, and took it all the way down inside the 35 up to the 32-yard line. So that is where this offense will start out. They look pretty comfortable in that first half overall. Yeah, they did. These teams, especially Gross Isle, especially in the first quarter, they really got it going. In the second quarter, they really plateaued. A lot of their offense was very, very stagnant. Gabriel Richard really needs to come out and put a drive together, and they need to do it very early because this game going down 21-zip, that could get very scary for them to try to come back. So they really need to focus on scoring. A couple more personal fouls here against both of these two teams so they're offsetting at this point first down and 10 the football spotted up to the 33 yard line officially 
Crow Seal in their red and white uniforms here today, out there led by Travis Simons here today. Two wide outs to his left, one to the far side. Hand off up the middle. There by Tyler Frazik. Frazik gallops forward for about eight yards. He's inside the 30 up to the 28. Shout out to that offensive line opening that hole up so he could just cut back, get a couple more yards. Called it again a six, just a couple yards shy of where we thought there. Ball up to the 26 on the far hash now. Frazik jungles around that snap there, a little high. He was trying to run forward directly. Not sure if he was designed to run on that player, not from the get-go, but he's going to gain another yard. Third and two coming up now. This Gabriel Richard team has been blitzing so heavy today. I'm surprised that it hasn't opened up a couple receivers for long games. Snap is taken, another inside handoff. He's going heavily to Frazik here. Frazik scurries for a first down, past the 20, up to the 19-yard line. Once again, it's that offensive line. That offensive line is pushing, making holes for him. So if he wants to cut back, if he could just get the whole hole by himself, this offensive line is really moving for this running back. Flag comes down before that play ended. Another Frazic run down the middle on a first down. A hold against Grosseal. That's coming back. Another penalty. Another penalty. They're really struggling in this aspect. And like I said, the coaches need to coach them up and just tell them that they got to stop doing this because both teams are shooting themselves in the foot. And a lot of this stuff is, like you said, just self-inflicted. Self Brody Kellums sprints off the field after that play ended here. First and 20. Football back to the 33-yard line here. Looking to chuck a pass to the left. High topped by Proctor. Proctor tumbles his way back to the original line of scrimmage around the 20-yard line. That's actually Tyler Swick who caught that football there. Like I said, they need to get passes that's above the line of scrimmage, and that's exactly what they did right there. They had him sit in the zone. That's a curl, catch, get to the first down. Two wide for Simons on his left and right, barking out instructions here as he has Frazik behind him in the pistol. Arms extended, has the snap, fades back 10, 15 yards, pumps a pass down the middle. Diving out in front is a pioneer player. He picks it off. Big time interception here for Chris Viggers. We've seen a couple in this game that have changed momentum. Can that one do it here for GR now? One bad thing about this quarterback when he takes a three-step drop is more than a three-step drop every time. He's going about five, six steps, so... He has to put extra throws into things that maybe only took a three-step drop. So he has to put himself in the awkward position of throwing the ball even further. And right there, he kind of threw that right into coverage. The corner had a very great coverage on him, sat on that zone with him. That's a pick going back the other way. Football spotted at the seven. Under 10 minutes to play here in the third quarter, 14-0. 
Grove Steel in the lead. Pioneers in the shadow of their own end zone here. Inside handoff left. And they'll gain a couple yards off the first down play. That's Aramis Lackey. Lackey busted off a big run at the end of the first half that was called back because of a hold. They really need to get out of the 10 right here. That's like that, that has to be their top priority to get out of the 10 to 15 area and get going into the 20 and going in. Richard moving left to right here in the third quarter. Running package here with Newski under center. Three backs behind him. Fakes to one. Does hand it off. Instead there to 21. We don't have a name for, unfortunately. Can only guess that might be Calhoun, who wears 21 in the dark jerseys or in the light jerseys here today, which most guys have different numbers for. And that is going to be a first down carry. One thing I will say is the offensive lines today have been playing pretty well. They've been getting open holes for these running backs, even if maybe they only go for a short game. They're getting the running backs through that first hole. Ball up to the 18 in between the hash marks of Richard territory. QB run rolling on the right side. Wisniewski, two guys trailing behind him and finally bringing him down. Tyler Frazik, well, he's playing well on both sides of the football right now for Gross Hill. That's down for no gain at second and 10. That was good getting out with that quarterback. He just rolled right out with him, had a person on the side of him, had a person behind him. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be able to cut, cut it back, go back the other way because, like I said, he had one person over the top of him and one trailing him. Good sack by this player right here. Called it a loss of one in the end. Back to the 17 with 8.07 left to play here in the third quarter. 14-0 gross seal. Richard looking to put together a drive. Second and 11. Four wide. For Wisniewski in the gun. Arm sleeves on both of his hands. Has the shotgun snap now. Feeds it off left. A quick spiraling pass into the hands of Chris Viggers. Viggers looking to at least get back to the original line of scrimmage. He won't get it though. Met a half yard behind his line of scrimmage on that play. It's third and 12. The thing I've been saying all game, they need to get some passes that are more up the field. They keep getting a lot of stuff that's behind the line of scrimmage. Honestly, both of these teams do when they throw the ball. They need to start getting routes that's 5, 10 yards up the field because getting back to the line of scrimmage every time and putting yourself in an even worse position to go score, that's really hurting this team right now. Gabriel Richard really needs to come alive on offense. Too wide on either side of Wisniewski here. Stares at the line, arms extended, has the shotgun snap now. Pump fakes up the middle, now shoots it to the left side. Pass complete to Nick Sobush, and Sobush just has not been able to get loose here today. He's bottled up right at the original line of scrimmage, so a gain of maybe one on the play. Caught fourth and 11 with the clock rolling at 645. They'll be forced to punt. This is scary for Gabriel Richard right now because they're playing behind the chains a lot, and that really affects your offense when every time you come out, you're playing behind the chains. They're not able to get any synergy on offense because of it. Everingham and to punt it away. Real high snap for him. Good thing he has a 6-2 frame. Fades back. And Grosseal at first wants no part of the football. Now they're going to return it. Tyler Swick took it just in front of the 50-yard line. Flattened quickly after he tried to run it up the right side at about the 47. That is where this 
next drive will start for Grosseal, pending what this penalty means. And they're going to wave it off. White-handed official, your head referee here today, waves it off at the 45-yard line. And with 6-11 left to play, here in quarter number three, Grosseal with a 14-0 lead has the football back again. Usually coaches will get very mad at you for doing something like that. If they want that ball to just bounce and they don't want anybody to touch it and you pick it up, a lot of coaches will get very mad at you about that because it's a chance that you drop that ball, and if you drop that ball, it's going back the other way. My ball certainly here in high school. That's important to know. Football on the 48-yard line just to the left of midfield inside Gabriel territory as Grosseal will now move right to left. Simons takes the snap, hands it off to his right, Frazik. Frazik quickly met after gaining two. 22, Sawicki along with uh, Lackey chasing him from behind. You see these holes keep opening up though. Every time that they run a ball, these holes are pretty open. They just, they're getting caught maybe by a shoestring tackle or some or something like that, but these holes keep getting open for this team. Second down and six, just in front of the 45-yard line on the far hash. Has the shotgun snap here, hands it off to Frazik. Frazik runs left, ran into a big wall at the 40-yard line, still powered forward to the 36. He's got a first down. He reversed field. That's been a big reason why this team has been successful here today, but yet another flag is down in front of the Gabriel Richard bench on the far side in between the sticks that time. It's a penalty against Richard that will be waved off. That was a run that was built to go outside. But once again, the offensive line is blocking so well, he was able to cut it. So, deal up to the 36-yard line here on the near hash. Grosseal marching it down the field as they wind the clock at 5.28 and counting. 14-0, Grosseal with the lead. Simons back to the pistol formation here. Two wideouts right, one to the near side. The man wide left is Swick. They want to keep it on the ground to keep this clock moving. Frazik chucks out another eight yards up to the 30-yard line. Second and two when they scrimmage again. One thing I will say about Tyler Frazik, he is not scared to bounce back. He's not scared to go and cut it up and go to another hole. He's been doing this all day, and he continuously does it. If he sees a better hole, he'll take it. I actually called it more like a gain of five up to the 30-yard line. So second and a short five now. Two wideouts right, one of the near side once again. Pistol snap taken by Simons. Looked like an option. He's rocked. After gaining about a half yard to his left, Frazik met there by Sawicki and company. That was good that that both of those defenders came out and they got right over the top of that quarterback. They got right over the top of that running back. So as soon as he had to pitch it, they were there. I think maybe they should have did like a fake pitch or something because it was obvious that that defense was all over that at snap count. Third and six. Big play here to keep this drive going. Out of field goal range at this moment. Handing it off to the right to Sawicki. Or to uh, Frazik, I beg your pardon. Frazik near a first down marker is a yard shy. A flag is down behind the play. It's going to go against 
Grosseal a hold. Penalties just plaguing both of these two teams. It's been virtually no flow all game long because of them. The clock is moving the quickest we've seen here in the third, though. We're under four minutes. So imagine for Gabriel Richard, it's even worse because they're always playing behind schedule. They're always playing behind schedule. So to add that into having all of these penalties, that's really hurting them. Third and nearly 20, back to the 45-yard line. Look at a throw, just chucked up. It is picked off. Perfect pass right to Aiden Carter there for, for the Pioneers. He was smacked to the turf quickly after that at the 40-yard line. And just like that, after the Pioneers were having trouble stalling this drive, which has kept getting life for Gross Seal, they do have it back now in a game they're still in by the score, 14-0 with 3.46 left to go here in the third. But they must score a touchdown sooner than later just to get a good feel in their mouth here. With him being a defensive lineman, he just sat on that. He waited until the screen came to him. He did not rush the quarterback like he was supposed to do. And he just sat back, and that was a pick for him. And as a defensive lineman, that's always a dream to have a pick. Wisniewski in under center, actually, here. Three running backs behind him. Single target to his right. Lackey is the back who turns and gets that handoff. And he's met right at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a gain of a yard, second and nine. Football up to the 41. This quarterback has a great cadence count. He keeps getting them to flinch. Maybe they don't get on so off sides, but every time he gets them to flinch, every single time he comes to the line. Aramis Lackey, a guy that this coaching staff was impressed with, thought they had one of the better camps of these players, just kind of increasing his leadership. He's been involved in a lot of these plays offensively here today for GR. Second and nine to the 41 in Pioneer Territory. Pitch in the backfield. That's Biggers, who's done a nice job in spurts here today, trying to bounce and bounce and bounce. He gets past the 40, up to the 45-yard line. It's going to be a gain of four and a third and a long five coming up. That was a good pitch, but that defense is all over it. Getting to the outside with that running back, making sure he couldn't cut it up, making sure he couldn't go back door. Stop that run before it could even get started. Third down and call it six from the 45 of Gabriel Richard. Place just in front of the near hash. GR moving left to right here in the third quarter. Down 14-0 with 2.20 left to play in quarter number three. Single wide out to the right. That's Sobush. He's been bottled up so far here today. One of the better athletes on this team and targets. Another quarterback option as well. Here's an inside handoff in the third and six. It went nowhere. Big bodies up front making sure... He didn't get loose. That was Braylon Sokola. Six foot, 240 pounds down there. Carson Pace was also there too. Big guy, big defensive lineman. Made sure that that fullback could not go anywhere. Fourth and five, and they'll punt it away once again for the second time already in this half. Everingham is back out there to kick it away. Tyler Swick. Back deep, calling for a fair catch at the 29-yard line. Had to lean into that one and kind of teardrop it into his right hand. He's able to palm it, and that is where Grosseal will take over when we get back here on the Patriot. 
CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Dennis Prager doesn't fall for the tricks. My friends, the climate issue is an excuse to give government more and more power. It's based on gobbledygook that we could live on wind and solar. Live on wind and solar power? Where Where is that happening in the world? Where is that happening? They're not serious about climate change. They're serious about revolution. The Dennis Prager Show, weekdays at 1 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Seal starts with it on the their own 31-yard line here in the near half. So look at a run on the first play. Bouncing to the outside here is Frasic. He's got the 35-yard line. Pounds to the 40 and stretches a couple more yards over up to the 42-yard line in between the hash marks. He's got a first down. That was a run completely done by the offensive line and his pure shield will of not being taken down at the last couple yards. A minute 16 left to go in the third quarter. 14-0 here in favor of Gabriel Richard as another timeout is burned. This one by Gabriel Richard, and we will take it with him as well. 14-0 the lead here for Grosseal on their home turf with a buck 11 left to play in the third quarter here on the Patriot. CHSL football on WDTK, the Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. First down and 10 for Grosseal. They scrimmage from their own 41-yard line with a minute 11 left to play here in the third quarter. Run left side for Frazik. It's been a heavy dose of him. He totally reversed field. He was heading forward towards the left side, then went back towards the middle and gained back towards around the original line of scrimmage. That could have been for a three or four yard loss. Now that was kind of a wrestling match on the 45 yard line on the Richard defensive half of the field, but no call comes from it. Matthew Mann was the first guy there. He just got right on the back screen of that and did not let that running back go anywhere, honestly. Didn't even give him a chance. Clock down to 35 seconds. Three wide. They run it with Frazik again. He dashed a man at the 50-yard line. Still on his feet on the 40. Well into Gabriel Richard territory. And a tackle on the near sideline pushing him out. That was a nice play by Chris Vigors to get in front of him. And now Vigors, it looks like, is banged up and holding his right knee on the play. And also back is a pioneer lineman right back at the line of scrimmage the clock is stopped at 23 seconds Tyler Frederick that was another really good run by him he's been getting his number called a lot today and I know he's really liking that his number is getting called so much he's a one quick cut back and he did the same exact thing on that quick cut 
to the left, right up the field. There are four players down, now three. Two of them cramps in the middle. Two Richard players, one at the 40-yard line in their own territory, one at the 30 on the other side. As they continue to address both, it's just been that kind of day. Penalties, stoppage of plays, it's been that galore here tonight. 14-0 the lead for Gross Seal. Still 22 seconds left. Here in the third quarter, let's check some scores via Alliance Catholic Credit Union scoreboard here tonight. Grass Lake up 7-0 over Shrine. It's been that way really since the first quarter. That's in the third now. Country Day has opened up a 20-6 lead on the Bulldogs of Loyola down at Detroit Mercy. That's also in the third. Cardinal Mooney also with a 28-7 advantage over Parkway Christian. That in quarter number three as well. Luke Hammond, our engineer here today. Brian Belaski back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. Jeremy Otto alongside Kedarius Flowers to bring in the call from Seal. We're positioned just to the right of midfield on this natural grass surface here today. Everybody's okay. Getting up off their own power. It was Vigors for Gabriel Richard along with Aiden Carter. Carter the running back slash linebacker, kind of their third option. Grosseal has a first down and 10, driving on the Pioneer 38-yard line here with 23 seconds remaining here in the third. Simons sees the clock run, so this will probably be the last play of the third quarter. Three wide for Grosseal, handing it off up the middle, inside for Swick, and Swick is not going anywhere as big number 56, Dick DeSanto, was in his way. And that will put zeros on the board here in the third quarter of play. 14-0, the lead for Grosseal. They put up four fingers on the near sideline, hoping they can get a win in week one. We'll see if they can do it when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Last month, an absolute landslide of you made the switch to Pure Talk. You were chained to overpriced unlimited plans from Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile, then finally decided to make the switch because you know that Pure Talk saves the average family, get this, it's the truth, over $800 a year without having to sacrifice coverage. So this is what I think you should do and do what I did. Switch to Pure Talk. You can keep your phone, keep your number, or get huge discounts on the latest iPhones and Androids. Get unlimited talk, text, and 6 gigabytes of data for just $30 a month. Or if you still want unlimited data, you can get that and still save a fortune. Experience why Pure Talk is the highest rated wireless company by Consumer Affairs, why they're the preferred wireless partner of AMAC. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Dennis Prager, and you'll save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250 and say Dennis Prager. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. The fourth quarter of the CHSL Game of the Week starts now.
14-0 the lead for Grosseal here as we enter the fourth quarter. They had a quick penalty and a run off the right side. Their first play from scrimmage here in the fourth. It was a hole. They'll go 10 yards back behind the line of scrimmage. They're now back to the Richard 47. And they're looking to throw to make up for all that lost yardage. And maybe a touchdown here on the far side. Leaping catch by Tyler Swick as he tumbles on his backside and makes the catch right in front of the Gabriel Richard defender. That's a nice catch to gain back all that yardage and get inside the 20. And now another man down here for Grosseal. Maybe a cramp there. We've seen a lot of teammates kind of help each other out. Stretching out that right leg for him is Hunter Proctor. Tyler Swick, that was a great catch by him at a 6-2 frame in high school. He was just able to go right up over his head, catch that, come down. He looks a little injured right now, but let's hope he's back in the game. Stops the clock at 11.36, 14-0 the lead for Grosseal here. And a timeout by Grosseal. The Patriot has created a weekly pick'em contest. You can sign up at PatriotDetroit.com and pick the teams you think will win each week from our list of CHSL matchups. Pick the most current games to win weekly prizes or a 43-inch television grand prize at the end of the season. Make your CHSL pick'em selections at PatriotDetroit.com. Sponsored by the Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. When you become a member of Alliance Catholic Credit Union, you have access to great low rates. So if you're looking to purchase a vehicle, hoping to fix up your home, or needing to consolidate some bills, they have the right loan for you. You can apply online in just minutes, and they will take care of you like family here today. Just visit AllianceCatholic.com to get started. That's AllianceCatholic.com. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. Cramps galore here tonight. Still another man being stretched out on the near sideline out of play here for Grosseal. Maybe that's why they burned that timeout. Get some water in the bodies here, but that kind of starts with the previous day to try to prevent that. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. Snap taken by Simons up the middle just to run. They've been very run heavy since they've had this 14-0 lead. Tyler Frazick has been a big part of that. He carried it for a yard. If I was them, I would come to the line, and I'm not snapping a ball for at least down to 10 seconds. I'm not snapping a ball because there's no reason for us to. We're up 14-0. It's 11 minutes left in the quarter. We're going to drag these out. We're going to win the time of possession. It was more like 28 nothing at this point. How this game has kind of developed. 11 minutes still left to play in the fourth. The door is still open. Drop back of the pass here. Three or four men coming in and getting the sack behind the line. It's about time we saw a sack here from Nick DeSanto here today. He drops him for a five-yard loss. That was a big boy play by him. He was about to flush out of there. The quarterback was about to get out of there, but they made sure he didn't, and that's a good sack to push them back on what's been a pretty good drive by Gross Isle. Third and 15, they're back to the 14-yard line on the far hash now. Drop back here by Simons. Fades went out towards the far pylon into double coverage there. His man could not come down with it. 
It was Swick who was intended to. Getting right in the body was Joey Calhoun, the sophomore safety that time. And now it's fourth and 15. I think this quarterback is starting to do a lot of what Detroit Central's was doing yesterday. And that's looking to one side of the field. I think he's only looking at Tyler Swick right now. He's not looking anywhere else. And I think the offense, the defense is definitely going to pick up on that as they did with the double coverage. Simons in the gun. Two wide receivers to his left and right. Takes the shotgun snap here. Fades out right. The barreling man was in on his face. Gets hit as he throws. This one is caught, I think, to the right side of the end zone. It is. Touchdown, Gross Seal. They lead 20 to nothing. With 10 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter, Hunter Proctor with another touchdown catch his second today. That was a big boy catch right there. He just went up over, what, two, three defenders right there? That was amazing. Now being down 20-zip, going into this fourth quarter with only 10 minutes remaining, I wonder will Gabriel Robichard have what it takes to go down and score. Hunter Proctor off a hold from Travis Simons here. The kick is blocked right at the line there. Good job by Gabriel Richard to get a paw on it. There's a bunch of white jerseys that got in. So not exactly sure who touched the football, but that keeps the score at 20 to nothing with 10 minutes up to play in the fourth quarter here in our Game of the Week on the Patriots. Stick with us. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult and even kids treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Back to the island of Gross Eel for more CHSL football action. Here in the fourth quarter, 10 minutes left to play. 20-0 Gross Eel with the lead, scoring their... Third touchdown of this game, Hunter Proctor off the pass from Travis Simons. Both guys have been effective here today. The lights are brightly shining on the island of Gross Hill. Sun is completely set. A little bit more of a clear sky now that the sun has gone away. Proctor takes a hopping bounce at the 30-yard line. There's a slide on the other side by Gabriel Richard by the man that took it, Steven Maravato, couldn't keep his footing, so the Pioneers will start what is their third drive here in the second half of the 29-yard line. The previous two have resulted in punts, and most of them have so far here today have not been able to crack the end zone. One big thing, like I keep saying the whole game, that they have to get up the field. A lot of their routes are very short routes, two, three-yard routes. They need to get routes that are 5-plus, maybe even 10-plus down the field, especially now because they're really playing catch-up going into 
the last 10 minutes of this fourth quarter. Four wide for GR here. Man in motion left to right. That's Tony Sobush. Sobush got the call up the middle of the field, up to the 35 for a gain of about four. One big thing that's very different from high school, college, and NFL football is you'll still see teams down 20-zip in the fourth quarter running the ball still in high school. They won't just air it out the entire game. But in the NFL, if you're down by this much in the fourth quarter, you probably won't run the ball at all. Four wide for GR here. Wisniewski still out there. He's been in the game most of the time. We've seen just a little bit of Sobush under center. Then another man in motion on a sweep who's hard hit on the near sideline, and the flag does come out. That's 18 Vigors, who is hit by Crowley. That was an insane hit. He just laid the hit stick right there. I, if you had a controller, that, that was a hit stick right there. And now a Grosio coach has drawn another flag from the sideline. So this is probably going to be a double personal foul ended up in a host of yardage. It's going to be definitely inside Grosio territory, just a matter of where. Personal foul, hit to the head, personal foul on sportsmanlike conduct. Both of those against gross heel hits to the head are very very sensitive of course these days at every level of football but especially here in high school not going to tolerate that no matter how clean it was before that marking it off they're still moving at the 35 and still going at the 30 yard line that's where it's going to be placed here on the near sideline on wdtk detroit and odyssey station here today 20 to nothing, the lead for Gross Hill with just over nine minutes left in this ball game. And that's a major penalty. Two in a row. Man in motion to the far side once again. Sobush will fake the handoff to him. Just swim it up the middle. Joseph Sawicki got the ball. Actually, that was Lackey, I beg your pardon. Difference of 23 and 22. But Lackey carries it for a first down inside the 20 to about the 15-yard line in between the hash marks. I like that play right there. They came with the motion, faked like they were going to give it to him, had the defensive front chase him, give it right to the running back, and that's a, that's a big game. Four wide here for Grosseal. Or for uh, Gabriel Richard, I beg your pardon. Send a man in motion. It's fumbled, and it's picked up there by Seal. Loose on the deck. Pete Moore, the junior 5'10 wide receiver, picked it up. They're still waiting for the official call. I guess it's possible it was wrestled away from him at the bottom of the pile that time, and I guess that's what they might have called. Another cramp right here on the field. You can definitely tell just because he threw his leg up, so you know it's a cramp on this one. If he would have fumbled that and they would have ruled it back the other way, I think that might have closed the game right there. 
because the time that they could have taken off the clock, being that deep in their own territory, that might have been game for them. So as he attempted this cramp, we'll step aside. Eight minutes and 35 seconds left to go in the fourth quarter. 20 nothing, the lead for the home Grosseal Red Devils here today. Unclear where the ball will actually be because they have not ruled where it was just yet. We'll check that when we get back on the Patriot. CHSL football on WDTK The Patriot is sponsored by Siena Heights University. Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WBTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Back to the island of Gross Eel for more CHSL football action. Up the middle, out of the injury timeout, and Gabriel Richard is just shy of the end zone, I believe. Are they saying touchdown? They do say touchdown late. Boy, nobody signaled until right there. 17 yards into the hands of Nick Sobush. It was a low outside pass. He slid to the center of the end zone at the mouth of the upright. And just like that, it's a two-score game once again, 20-6 to six with eight minutes and 20 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Let's see if they can sprout this into scoring another time because they really need it right now, and they really need to get their defense off the field very quickly. So let's hope that this can open up something that ain't been opened up the whole game. Lucas Kahn sent to attempt the extra point. It's a line drive. He kicks it up and good, hopping up and down after he made that attempt towards his sideline on the far side. 20-7 to seven is the lead still for Grosseal. Out of the fourth quarter to go, 8-20 left in it. That's another Siena Heights University scoring drive. It's time to discover what the Siena effect is all about. Do you think this is a game now, or do you think this is still going to go gross hours away? Well, I think it's still a little bit of an unproven comeback, but we'll see. I mean, that's a big step for Gabriel Richard Riverview just to get it in the end zone. Not to say that uh, they can't do it. I think they're going to need a quick defensive stop. They haven't had a lot of quick plays so far on defense, but if they can do that, get the ball back, score again, then it might be a little bit more in their hands. Even along with that, their last offensive stand was about four minutes, and they cannot they cannot handle that right now. Four minutes, that'll almost erase the time completely away. They need to get this offense off the field in maybe about two and a half minutes, three minutes tops, if they even want a chance to come back in this game. So Gabriel Richard trotting out there. They're going to take the football at the 40-yard line on the – Right side at our vantage point here. Kahn's teeing it up. 
Hands team up front, half expecting an onside kick here is Grosseal. We'll see if they go with that. He does get a deep, deep drop back, and he's going to more so squib at high bounce, bobbled at first by Tyler Swick, and he will just collapse on the football for reasons you might understand why at the 36-yard line. So Grosseal will start with it back there with 8-18 remaining in the fourth quarter, 20-7 to the lead for Grosseal. This is great start and field position. All they have to do is take this time off the clock. They have to take the time off the clock. They cannot give the ball back to Gabriel Richard. They cannot do that at all right now. They have to come to the line every time. They have to run that, that clock to about maybe 10 seconds. Make sure this game is won. Second down and 10. Lackey and company show blitz and blowing up that play behind the line is Nick DeSanto. DeSanto drives him back about 20 yards. It'll be a two-yard or three-yard loss to run the 34. DeSanto's had some fantastic plays from his defensive line spot here today. The defensive line or the defensive front did not get confused by that. He faked like he was going to give it to the running back, took it for himself. They blew up that play right from the spot. Gave it no chance at all. Clock down to 740. Three wide. Inside handoff. A lot of room as he barrels near a first down. Got all the lost yardage back and then some. Across the 40 up to the 47-yard line. And wow, the spot was friendly as they give him a first down. Like I said from the beginning of the game, they've been blitzing a lot and that's going to come back and bite them. And that was a play right there that came back and bite them. They blitzed about seven there. And that's, that's sometimes what happens. Sometimes that blitz goes against you. Sometimes it doesn't work for you. 47-yard line in between the hash marks here. Seven minutes and 23 seconds left to go in the fourth. 20-7. to seven. The lead for Grosseal, the team with the football right now. Handoff left, reversing field to create something out of nothing as Pizzo spun around at the 45-yard line. Did dive back to around the original line of scrimmage at the 49, still in his own territory. It'll be second and 10. That was a good come down tackle, form tackle at that by number 21. It almost That almost became a very big play, though. Flipping the field, he could have got up out of there. The clock is the friend of Grosseals. It continues to be milked here. They'll let it roll down to around 623 or so before they snap this ball. Out of the pistol, handing it off in the middle, and guess who? DeSanto again. Blowing up that play down the middle. Actually, that was Matthew Mann, I believe, 54. But regardless, a two-yard loss. That football back behind the 45 to the 43. It's third and 13. Like I was saying about their blitzing, this is a time where it's working out. They really need to get this offense off the field right here, though. This is third down. This is money down. They need to get to that quarterback. I don't know if they're going to throw a run here, but they need to get to the quarterback. No huddle offense all game for Grosseal. They're relaying signals in. Blitz again shown along the right side. Hand off, bounce to the left to 
Frazick that time. And now the play is whistled dead. After a timeout is called there by Riverview Gabriel Richard. They're looking to save as much time as they can on a fourth and 14. This will likely be a punt for Gross Eel with five minutes and 30 seconds to go. They're still up 20 to seven, but Gabriel Richard is hoping to come back in this contest. They scored their first touchdown just a couple minutes ago in game action. This is going to be very interesting right here. What are they going to do? Are they going to throw the ball? Are they going to punt it? I say it's better to punt it even if they're even if you think it's a chance that they can go down and score just because that's so smart. And you still got a two score lead. You need to protect that. You need to punt the ball right here. You cannot go for it. And I think that's what they're going to end up doing right here. So fourth and 13, the football on the 44 of Grossiel territory here. The big wide receiver, Hunter Proctor, end up punted away. Not a man that deep right now for Gabriel Richard. They're not even going to send anybody back. This is a punt that's going to roll and die at the 22-yard line. Four red jerseys surrounding it there. And touching it up is Tyler Swick. So long field to roll here for Gabriel Richard. They are coming off their lone touchdown of the game, down 20-7 to with five minutes left in this one. One big thing I've been saying all game, they need to get passes 10 yards down the field. And right now is the important time. They let three minutes go off of the clock, so now they're three minutes more shorter. And it's a 5-21 remaining right now. This is a very scary moment. It could be. So they really need to go down very quick here. They need to go down in maybe about a minute and a half to two minutes because they still have to go and stop the defense also. Stop the offense. Sorry. Wisniewski out there in the shotgun, trips to his right, one to the near side. Arms extended, has the shotgun snap, fades back, fades back some more. A lot of time. Now he fires the ball near the sticks. It is picked off. Picked off by Tyler Swick. That looked easy for him. Now trying to run it in from the 35. Little looping run there to the 20. He's got free space to the 10. He's into the right side of the end zone. There is a flag down. That was even before he got to the 30-yard line. All the way back behind the line of scrimmage at the 36. The clock has stopped at 5.01. There's some frustrated players on both sides here. Obviously for Gabriel Richard, seeing that ball get picked off and then maybe seeing this touchdown erased for Grosseal. Right now it's a 20-7 lead for them. Only if the listeners could have seen that. He picked that ball off and he showed that he was a receiver with all of the skills he was able to run. He juked one person, ran through another, and that was a touchdown. Hopefully if that's a touchdown for them. If so, that just put the game out of reach, and I think this is it. So the officials huddled together on the 35-yard line right in front of the start of the sticks over there, the end of the sticks, I guess, if this ball still belongs to Gabriel Richard. If they let them score this, this is game. I think that they officially put this game out of reach if they let them score this. 
That was a really good run by Tyler, though, right? Sure was. Did a good job to get in the end zone at all costs as well. Maybe knowing that flag was down, maybe not. It was kind of to his left. Yeah, I wouldn't believe that he's seen that. Long officials gathering here in the 35-yard line. Grosia will signal back towards their bench here. So unclear exactly what they're going to call here. The flag was back around where the pick was made. Five and change to play, still 20 to seven at the moment in favor of Grosseal. The touchdown stands, it'll be 26 to seven. This game with all of the penalties is taking much longer than our yesterday's game. So they're heading over to Deontay Allen first on the far side of the field to explain. Now they send a representative over to the Riverview or the uh, Grosseal side. Doesn't look like uh, John Bonder, the head coach of Grosseal, is exactly thrilled. So this might be going against his team in some kind of capacity here. Will the pick stand, I guess, is also the question. It was a great seeing-eye pick by Tyler Swick. Just reading the play the whole way. We've seen a couple of those here tonight by Grosseal. And if this game needed another delay sure doesn't we've had so many penalties here today a lot of injury timeouts and they still have not signaled to anybody but the coaches what exactly is happening fans kind of sitting at the edge of their seats right now pass interference against the defense personal foul against the offense they will both offset So that means it's Gabe Rouchard football, right? No, the interception will stand, I beg your pardon. So Gross Seal has the football back on the Gabe Rouchard 45-yard line here. Handoff up the middle. Frazik was stopped there. He bounced one more jolting step to his right. He's able to advance up to the 38-yard line, just a couple yards shy of the first down. The clock is moving now inside five minutes. The team with the football leads by two touchdowns. Tyler has been their workhorse today. He's been getting all of the carries. He's been consistently getting up and out of there. So if they had an MVP today, I would probably say it's been him. So Simons trying to kill some clock and get his team back in the end zone. The pick six obviously was erased. The pick standed on its own. Frazik runs to his right. He's close to a first down. And these type of plays, they have gotten the benefit of the doubt, and they will again here. 
as they move the chains up to the 35-yard line. Clock will wind inside four minutes by the time they get these chains set. I think this is now just running to their victory. It's a very low chance that they're going to come back as now uh, under four minutes, 345 and going down as we're speaking. I think they're about to just get into running formation and then take this knee. Two wideouts right, one of the far side. Grosseal moving left to right in the fourth quarter. Arms extended. Up of this lefty quarterback, he zings it through the arms of his intended wideout, Tyler Swick. It was kind of a clogged area as well. There was a couple pioneers around him. That had to be a very quick pass. And you can see when he did the quick play action, he tried to put it right up there. It was maybe a little too high for him. But nonetheless, you see who exactly he went back to. His target he's been trying to go to all day. Travis Wick. Tyler Swick. Second down and 10 from the 35. Snapped off and immediately handed off to Pizzo on the left side. Pizzo pounds his way just shy of the 30-yard line up to the 32. That was built to be an outside run. And like I've been saying all day, these running backs are not scared to cut it back. And that's exactly what they did right there. Quick play run here. Simons now with the football there. He pounds it. Up a couple more yards. That'll bring up a fourth down now. Fourth down with 245 left to play in the fourth quarter. 20-7 to seven the lead for Grosseal. They're going to keep their offense out there right now. I think it's also because this is game regardless. So I don't think they really truly care right now. Fourth down and three. Hands on the hips as they take a long look over to the sideline. And they might just try to uh, kill down as much time as they can. And call the timeout. That's exactly what they will do. The clock stopped at 2.14. Rosie will burn a timeout. They're up 20 to 7, a matter of formality, it seems, in this one. One timeout remaining on each side here in our game of the week on the Patriot. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer, Josh Rennell, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, the Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times. For all the football games this fall, and go Warriors! You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Fourth down and four for Gross Seal. They will go for it and try to completely ice this game, and they've done just that. Pass caught on the right side. Hunter Proctor buries past the 20. He's up to the 18-yard line, and the sticks will move left to right on the far side of the field. The clock stops for a moment because of those chains moving with 2.05 to go. Gross Seal up 20 to 7 at this moment, though. 
The two top options last year were Tyler Swick and Hunter Proctor, and today, as receivers, they've been, once again, the two top options. They've, they've only really thrown to those two guys, and outside of that, they've pretty much just ran the ball all day. Those are two very reliable, big targets at that. Clock winding at 149 now. Simons in the pistol here. Two wide receivers to his right, one to the far side. Blitz coming in, handoff up the middle. Frazik has been a big reason why they've been able to put this game on ice down the stretch. He's been with the man with the football more often than not. Clock now down to 125. He's such a good one cut back. Such a good one cut back. Gets that ball, one cut, right to the next hole. He gains that yard. Now he's shaking up as he kind of hobbles off. That's the last thing you want to see with the game already in hand with the buck eight to go. Up two scores. Sub coming in from is Mason Crowley, listed as a wide receiver and cornerback, sophomore, 5'9", 140. Second down and five. It's probably good that they took him out, though. And now they will take a knee. This Gross Seal sideline celebrating for the second year in a row. They have won their week one contest against Gaber Richard Riverview. This has been a matchup that's been pretty close over the last couple years. Both of these teams really wanting this win to kind of avenge what was a frustrating 2021 season. Each just winning a couple games, but Gross Seal will start it on the right foot here today, 22 7. Is going to be your final score of this one. At least one more knee has to be taken. As Gabriel Richard, I believe, burned their final time out there. Now the clock will run. Goes from a third down to a fourth down. And the men in red and white here today, jumping up and down on the near sideline, celebrating a 20-7 victory here in week one on the Patriot. Post game when we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. If you own a business, this has been a bumpy ride from pandemic to inflation. I'm sure you could use a break. If your business has five or more employees and survived COVID, you're eligible to receive a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee. The challenge is getting your hands on it. Hi, I'm Howard Mackler, and that's why I founded GetRefunds.com to cut through the red tape and get you the money. Our tax attorneys are specialists in this little-known payroll tax refund program. We do all the work, charge not a dime up front, and simply share a percentage of the cash that we get for you. Businesses of all types qualify, including those who took PPP, nonprofits, and even those that had increases in sales. Don't lose out on up to $26,000 per employee. This payroll tax refund is only available for a limited period of time. The team at GetRefunds.com has already returned over a billion dollars to businesses, and we can help you too. Just go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and answer a few questions. That's GetRefunds.com. No risk, high reward. GetRefunds.com. You're listening to the Michigan Association of Broadcasters award-winning CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot.
nice victory for the home run devils here today they defeat the visiting gabriel richard pioneers not too far of a drive for gabriel richard here today but a frustrating loss for them in the end 20 to 7 your final score grosil quickly was able to march in a touchdown after they picked off a pass early on in this game hunter proctor and tyler swick along with travis simons big reasons why they were able to win this game here today celebrating with their home fans the band is on the field to the right side happy the way they've started this year for the second consecutive season able to defeat gabriel richard riverview here in game one of this regular season gabriel richard really struggled on offense today like i said the whole game they really didn't have a lot of yards and they really didn't have a lot of receivers going over five ten yards to go catch a pass a lot of his a lot of their stuff they were behind the chains on a first and second down because they just plainly did not get a lot of stuff to go past five yards. Everything was coming to their line of scrimmage, and that's where they really struggled all day, and it really got them to struggle for the rest of the game. 20-7, to 7, your final score on this one. Final comments when we get back on the Patriot. CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK The Patriot is brought to you by Alliance Catholic Credit Union. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. A perfect storm is brewing, and if you've been putting off investing in gold and silver, now is the time. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. We're starting to see the many signs of rising inflation, unfortunately, I might add. Did you know that under the Jimmy Carter administration, when we saw 20% plus inflation, gold appreciated 770%. Things could get much worse under the Biden administration. Gold is one of the best inflation hedges there is. That's why so many people are investing in precious metals. I one of them. But you need to be careful with whom you invest. That's why I recommend AmFed Coin and bullion. Nick Rovich, AmFed's owner, and his experienced team will always treat you with respect and provide you with honest, sound advice. That is so true. That's why I personally endorse him. No pressure sales or selling you something that's not in your best interest. Protect yourself from the storm. Call Nick at AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. That's 800-221-7694 or AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. The CA HSL Game of the Week post-game show continues next. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer Josh Rennell, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times for all the football games this fall. And go Warriors! Listening to the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Now back to the Alliance Catholic Credit Union broadcast booth. Now the CHSL Game of the Week on WDTK. The Patriot thanks the Grossiel Grand newspaper for their support of tonight's game. Pick up a paper and check out Grossiel Grand on Facebook. Twenty to seven, your final score here today. Grossiel takes. Their first game of the season. We have a dandy for you next week. Muskegon against De La Salle. Those games, all three of them, all three levels will be played at Lawrence Tech. Freshman varsity, or freshman JV and then varsity. We're, of course, only covering the varsity game. But uh, a west side power comes over to face a east side power. So that should be uh, 
fun here today as well as uh, we have a special guest, the head coach of our winner here today from Grosio. Coach, uh, a nice victory for you guys here today. Thank you. I thought the kids played really well. We had some, um, you know, some, some bad plays, some mistakes, and we overcame them. And, um, you know, like I was telling you, we just got to watch the film get better. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's one of those games that I'm sure both teams will you know, not be completely happy with all the penalties we saw here today. And, and some of it, you know, out of the control, but a lot of it, I guess, in the control of the two teams. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, we had a lot of holding of calls, a lot of blocks behind the back. Um, I mean, <laughs> I'm not going to speak to their penalties, but, um, you know, our team definitely, we got, we got to clean it up. You know, to beat teams like SMCC and, and others in our league, we got to play a lot better than we played tonight. Well, I know we talked, you know, kind of about you last year for you guys. Obviously, a roster of 20 to 25. When you have any injuries that can be tough to, to bounce back from, you guys had a lot of key injuries. A lot of guys yeah. we saw on the field healthy here today. But health, obviously, the key to success. But you're trying to, I'm sure, avenge a tough year last year as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, we, we don't, we, we're not happy with 2-7. and seven. That's not acceptable. And so we're working to get better at that. We did. We lost one of our linemen early in the game. So Aiden Rush, hopefully he can come back. He tweaked his ankle. So. But other than that, I mean, I think we were relatively healthy uh, after the game, so we'll be happy with that. Well, cramps, for the most part, is what we saw today, I think, for both teams, right? That's Yeah, I mean, our goal is to, to, to outlast guys and to uh, no huddle them and, and run, them, run, them, run them around the field. So um, early in the season, that's usually what happens. And certainly, you know, looking at what you guys have going forward, playing a tough league, I know we talked about it as well, four or five teams from your league usually make the state playoffs. You're hoping you're one of them. How do you think you do that, I guess? We're definitely going to get better. On the um, offensive side of the ball, limiting penalties, and then just dumb mistakes, um, turnovers. We had four turnovers in the game, um, and that's huge. Um, you know, luckily our defense was able to bail us out. You know, but offensively we got to do a better job protecting the ball. Well, your skill guys definitely, you know, showed what they could do here today. Certainly at the end of the game as well, kind of putting the game on ice with some of those runs. Yeah, Frazik, uh, you know, last year he was hurt. We talked about that, and uh, you know, Tyler did a great job today. Uh, coming out and running the ball real hard. And, you know, again, our offensive line blocked well when they, when they needed to. Um, you know, just, just you know, some of the penalties, we just got to get rid of them. Well, Coach, good to be here here today. Congrats on the win in week one, and best of luck going forward. All right, nice meeting you. All right, you too. Well, final score, 21 to 6, your final one, or 20 to 7, I, I beg your pardon, your final score here today. Kadarius, your final thoughts. Gross ill. They came in, they ran the ball, and they ran the ball very effectively. They didn't throw the ball as effective, but they, they kept they kept their offense on the field and they kept their defense off the field, or at least that they tried to. And I think that was, like, really the biggest point. And like I said in the beginning of the game, no big plays. They gave up too many. They gave up too many, and then one big thing that kept shooting Gabriel Richard in their foot was all of the penalties. The penalties racked up and racked up, and like I said, they weren't getting a lot of stuff over the line of scrimmage, and that really hurt them. 20-7, to 7, your final score. We will see you next week as Muskegon takes on De La Salle from Lawrence Tech. Pre-game at 6.30, the kick at 7 in our Catholic League Game of the Week here on the Patriot. For Luke Hammett, Brian Bolesky, my partner here today, I'm Jeremy Addle. Have a great night, everybody. Thank you for listening to the CHSL Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. This broadcast is made possible by Alliance Catholic Credit Union.
Siena Heights University, and the Student Connection. Follow the Catholic League Game of the Week on Twitter at CHSL on WDTK. The Patriot, FM 101.5 and AM 1400, WDTK Detroit, where local news matters. A division of Salem Media Group, an Odyssey station. Hey, Warrior fans, join Sean Belegian, Wayne State Hall of Famer, Josh Rommel, and Brady Beaton for Wayne State football all season long right here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Make sure you check out WSUAthletics.com for kickoff times for all the football games this fall. And go Warriors! This is Kurt Schlichter. When the left said it wanted to transform America, what it really meant was it wanted to ruin everything. From our decaying cities to our best-in-the-world military, whatever the left gets control of, it destroys. But it isn't too late to turn this around. That's why I wrote my latest book called We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America. This book is my roadmap back to American greatness. Read Kurt Schlichter's essential new book, We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America. Available wherever books are sold. Whether you just moved or want to give your place a little love this fall, Blinds.com is the brand new window treatments to make your house feel more like home. Blinds.com makes it easy and affordable to upgrade your whole house with the latest styles, premium materials, and even motorization. Blinds.com has no hidden fees or misleading quotes. Not sure where to start? Get advice from a Blinds.com professional design consultant for free. Do it yourself or have them handle the measuring and installation from start to finish. Long ago, I began using Blinds.com, and the blinds are still working and still beautiful. It's the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world with over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews. And with Blinds.com, you always get free shipping and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Fall in love with your home all over again. Go to Blinds.com now to shop and save up to 35% off site-wide. That's Blinds.com for up to 35% off. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This is Luke Hammett. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now Mike Lindell has just announced that our listeners will receive one of his books, What Are the Odds? From Crack Addict to CEO, absolutely free with any purchase using the promo code LUKE. It's a great time to buy his warm and wonderful My Slippers. They are designed to wear indoor and outdoor all day long. They're made with My Pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and made with quality leather suede. For a limited time only, Mike Lindell is offering 50% off on all my slippers. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener's square and use the promo code LUKE. You will also get deep discounts on all my pillow products, including some overstock products such as individual towels, blankets, comforters, and so much more. Call 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE. That's 800-861-6525 and use the promo code LUKE at checkout. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Uh, we had the Russia hoax uh, impeachment. We had the Ukraine impeachment. This was the next step in the evolution of trying to take Trump down, in my opinion. And that isn't to minimize, right? We were all, at the very beginning, we were all not sure about COVID. But I knew, I knew something. <laughs> you should never shut down the economy. And I'm like, okay. If they shut down the economy, they got them. Uh, and that's exactly what they did. So anyway, this applies to employees. I don't see where it applies to the students, but hopefully uh, this will apply to the students. I'm assuming that it does, given 
that it implies that it applies to the employees as well. So that is some good news. We have okay, we don't have enough time for an audio clip. When I get back real quickly, I want to touch on this issue that I think is a big deal. These are issues that I think Republicans can make leeway on and we should be talking about. We should not run away from cultural ideas, uh, from cultural conversations, from cultural arguments. Our ideas are better for society and the building blocks of society, and we shouldn't be ashamed of them. And if we talk about it, guess what? We even win elections. We'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen, ladies, I have to tell you about Relief Factor. What is the one principle that I stand by with anything that I promote? Does it work and does it not work? With Relief Factor, it works. I was an athlete, played college football, also was a police officer for several years, carrying around a bulletproof vest and a 20-pound gun belt that literally tore my back apart. But taking Relief Factor helped me relieve the pain, and I feel amazing. I decided to not take Relief Factor because I felt good. Then the pain came back, so I said I'm never not taking Relief Factor again. 100% drug-free solution to aches and pains. I want you to join me and over a half a million other people using Relief Factor. Get started today with your three week quick starter only 1995 quick starter is only 1995 all you have to do is go to relieffactor.com order now or call 800 for relief relieffactor.com again relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief feel the difference with relief factor i'm busy you're busy we're all too busy to prepare veggies for every meal that's why i take balance of nature every single day Six easy capsules, and I'm getting the equivalent of 10 daily servings of fruits and veggies. 10 every day. How many servings of fruits and veggies do you average each day? Two, three, guess how many I get? 10. 10 servings every day. Just because I'm busy doesn't mean I get to skip out on good health. Because my schedule is so packed, it is vital that I get all of those nutrients into my system. Don't let a busy lifestyle be the thing that puts you down. Stay strong like me. I want you to experience the balance of nature difference. For a limited time, all new preferred customers will receive an additional 35% discount and free shipping on your first balance of nature order. Use discount code TATUM. Call 800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com. Use discount code TATUM. This is John McCullough inviting you to join me for a special broadcast of Back in Business on Wednesday, May 20th at 5 p.m. We'll be discussing the reopening of the local economy with special guests from the business community. We'll be discussing the impact on small businesses in the Detroit area and talking with business partners on the challenges they face upon reopening. So be sure to listen to The Patriot on Wednesday, May 20th at 5 p.m. This is Kurt Schlichter. When the left said it wanted to fundamentally transform America, what they really meant was they wanted to ruin everything good. Look at our cities. They're becoming cesspools of drug dealing homelessness and crime from our woke criminal justice system to our failed public education system whatever the left gets control of it destroys even america's best in the world military is in decline thanks to a commander-in-chief who led our forces to a humiliating route in afghanistan and shredded our country's power and credibility around the world but as bad as things are it is not too late to turn this around that's why i wrote my latest book called we'll be back the fall and rise of america whether it's enemies like China or the threat of socialism from inside our country, I write about what it will take to defend America's God-given rights. 
We'll be back as my roadmap back to America's greatness and prosperity. Read Kurt Schlichter's essential new book, We'll Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. I'm Brian Kurtz, president of AIP Financial Services in Troy. For solid, entertaining, and informative financial talk, Money Matters is a show you can't afford to miss. Each week, we'll feature a dynamic guest interview with authors, attorneys, and other financial experts. The interest rate update will tell you where to get the highest rates in the nation on your short-term CDs and fixed annuities. There's a website of the week, questions of the week, and much more. Saturday mornings at 9 on The Patriot and thepatriotdetroit.com. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. This is the Officer Tatum Show. Break yourself, boo. <laughs> All right, Welcome back to the program. Let me talk to you about Uncle Tom 2. Uncle Tom 2 is an eye-opening documentary everyone in America should see. Uncle Tom 2 offers a compelling and brave analysis of the true history of black America, the cultural shift from prosperity, integrity, and faith to its current perceived state of anger, discontent, and victimhood. Uncle Tom 2 offers historical footage photos, uh, correspondence, and data to reveal the genuine strides of black America in the 20th century, the deliberate Marxist strategy to create racial tension and replace God with government, the NAACP's sinister agenda, the fall... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.